Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is not Ian, it's David. Moving up, moving up. Uh, I am David, I am Windrunner on the forums, and my light just turned off again. (laughs) The noise is turning off automatically. Reasons unknown. We'll just (laughs) click her back on again and keep moving. (laughs) Also joining us is Evgeny. Hi, I'm Argent on the forums and also in other places. And today, I celebrate this episode with an old-fashioned that I made myself because I am competent at making alcohol. To be honest, I only think alcohol can improve the quality of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be totally just straight up with everyone here. That's how you drink your medals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We also got Rosemary. Hi, I'm Kamis. I'd like you to meet Pony Cthulhu. <laughs> he is ridiculous Amazing. and uh, destined for the Jordan Con charity auction. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> uh, and lastly, but certainly not least, is Matt. Comatose on the forums and Matt in most of my life. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and th- this one's going to be different than the Half Shard episode, right, Matt? Uh, yeah, no, I'm really hoping to redeem Willendale. myself and show that I can have a uh, conversation on a confusing, controversial topic yeah. without being super yeah. pedantic. If, so, if you guys my redemption arc. don't know, we did a Fabriel episode and then a Half Shard episode, which is just an hour of us going around in a circle. I think it's a great episode, personally, but a lot of people are like, this is one of the worst episodes. I hate it so much. And uh, this, 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 this might be this might be a similar episode. We'll see. I am Chaos, and we are heading back on in to Cosmere stuff because we're finally through, you know, all the Skyward stuff that's happened, which was a lot. Uh, and so Brandon has done a lot of Words of Brandon since we last did a Words of Brandon episode. There's a spoiler stream. There's a con. This is a lot of stuff. And uh we're not talking about words of Brandon plural in this episode. We're, we're really this entire episode is because of one word of Brandon about Atium, and that has sparked a lot of conversation. And so it's like, okay, let's just make it its own episode. So we'll have more words of Brandon next time. Is it is it about Atium though, or is it about an Atium alloy? Well, it well, should yeah. be. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting into That's it. A very nice. Interesting question. Um, yeah. So the answer is yes. So full Cosmere spoilers because though Atium stuff is Mistborn Era One, we need the power of other Cosmere stuff that we've learned since then because Atium's kind of weird uh, in retrospect. You know. Full Cosmere spoilers, uh, before we get on in to talking about the word of Brandon that we'll talk about for an hour plus, let's start with just talking about what we have known of Atium before now. Let's start with that. So I want to I wanna establish a baseline for <laughs> okay. Uh, how, like, the simplest level of how Brandon has presented ATM to be. Yeah. 
Okay, and there are asterisks on top of that. There are caveats. There are wobs. There are contradictions. There are issues that come from other books. But let's start with a baseline, yes. and then we can demolish that uh-huh. and live in a barren wasteland of ATM confusion. Yes. So there are metals in the Mistborn world, and those metals are not inherently magical. But when Sun way back, <laughs> <laughs> when sun's solid. Solid foundation. <laughs> metal is created. How, yeah. What is a metal? How? Oh no! Look at a periodic table. <laughs> no. Anyway. No. Nope. And, and so when when magical people eat those metals, they gain magical powers. But the metals themselves are not inherently magic. And then there are god metals, uh, which are of the shards. Whether that's investiture that has been turned solid, or there's something else going on is not a foundation stuff, so we're going to ignore that. And one of those is ATM. And ATM is Ruins Meadow, and when you eat it, uh, you see the future. And that the, is... And the metal the, specifically the is giving that power in that one. It's when not you, drawing off preservation. Yeah, when you mm-hmm. when you burn it, yeah, you see the future. Mm-hmm. If we're going base level, like, starting sure. from, like, the first <laughs> books, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, when I say when you when you eat it, I mean when you yeah. burn it. But that's a distinction we're gonna get into. <laughs> I I do not think a relevant distinction. Furious but... commenters are already like, you have to burn the metals, and Afghani's like, I know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. And we yeah, and we should say that you can ferrochemically, you are storing your age in it, and or are you storing youth into it? Youth I, specifically. I, it's, Oh, yeah. let's not get into it. I know some people are unhappy with the way it's phrased. It's pretty clear that when you when you hold ATM and you're making a metal mine, you get older, and then later you can tap it and get younger. And that's how it works. If you want to call it age, if you want to call it youth, that is more pedantic than even I want to be. Honestly, we could probably talk about that for half an hour, pedant. but we're not going to do that. Pedant, pedant, pedant. I would like to read what the Alimantic table, the 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 OG Alimantic table says about Atium's Alimantic ability. Uh, it's it's the table that's up here. That is okay. It would be right here, but there's there's, <laughs> there's a sunspot from my lights. Uh, that's so, no, that's because metals in the cognitive no, realm. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't. <laughs> Oh man, that's it. This, this episode's that's it. going great. Uh, I wonder how confused people who are new to the Cosmere will find this episode because I'm going to go with probably very. But oh, we're going to explain so many things so well. We're going to everyone's going to walk out of this episode with a perfect understanding of how things were written and why they're wrong. Great. Uh, so the original Alimantic table uh, that's in this poster says pure atium grants the Alamancer an expansive vision of the future and enhances the mind's ability to accept, process, and hold information. In alloy form, it produces various expanded mental and temporal effects. Uh, and Lorassium apparently, according to this, does the physical and enhancement effects. Because it because that's what turning people into mistings does. That makes no. <laughs> sure. I, I've always been like, well, that was clearly wrong. But <laughs> uh, now, notably, in the leather bounds, there is a simplified version of this table that doesn't have like just so many words. Uh, and so Atium just says there reveals other people's futures. That's it. That's what it says. So, 
You would call that the most recent, most up-to-date version of this table, would you not? <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that. that. Okay. I would, but I would is say it written from inside the world? I think it is. So, yeah, yeah, therefore, so. therefore, it is based on those people's understanding of it and not necessarily how it actually works. Mm-hmm. It would be that, that is true. Probably Chris's understanding of it. Maybe, yeah. Or maybe like somebody in the steel ministry or something yeah. like that. Sure, 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 sure. That matches in the first edition hardcover of Well of Ascension because Adium isn't described in Final Empire. It says, sees into other people's futures. Yeah, mm. yep, 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 yep. That, that's oh, that's kind of the typical, really yeah. short version in the Ars Arcanums. Yeah, yeah. Then there, there's some hemallergic effects as well. Uh, and so in the original printing of Hero of Ages, Atium was said to steal temporal abilities, but in actuality, you can steal any power with uh, Atium. So in the hemallergy table, it says this, and we're, we're not going to get too in-depth on hemallergy or ferrochemy. This is mostly going to be an allomancy-centric podcast here. And it, it says, Atium steals any power, must be refined. And I think so, there's yeah. our first clue. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, it's actually the second clue, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, because, well, I, I was going to point to how the first printing of the Alomantic table refers to pure Atium and pure Lorasium. Yeah, yes, yes, that's true. It does um, say those things. Which, yeah. Which is interesting, but I think in that table, the context is okay, in the first half of this passage, we're going to talk about just ATM or just Lorasium. And then in the second half, we're going to talk about uh, alloys. alloys. Yeah. I, I, almost, yeah. I almost said alloys because yeah. Horizon Zero yeah, Dawn yeah. has been on my mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to talk about the secret history thing, Argent, which I do think predates this. Oh, and which no, the probably. First time, well, the, the Alimantic table. The, well, the Alimantic table is like 2009. Oh, no, I, I meant predates the hemallergic table. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. We, we, should, we should talk about that. Yes. Um, Which was the first time I started having alarm bells go off just a little bit. But <laughs> yeah, so in, in Secret History 1-1, uh, one, one, this, is, this is Fuzz talking. Did you? Hmm. Yes, the metal flared during the moment of transition. You got a glimpse of the spiritual realm then, his connection and his past. You were using Ati's essence, unfortunately. One shouldn't trust it, even in a diluted form. But he's talking about Malatium. Yes. Yeah. Which was always my read of it. Yes. But especially people the have long form. interpreted this as being as being Atium is diluted oh, in, it, in and of itself. Which I did not like. I don't agree with it, but I thought I, I'm I in case my bias is not clear, I don't like this, what we're about to talk about, but I'm trying to give the other side as good a chance as they can have. And when 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 I watched Seek, read Secret History, I read this as any god metal is a diluted form of the shard's essence. Like turning sure, the power okay. into a metal mm. means it's not like pure power mm-hmm. I, i'm not sure that that i agree with that take because i i did think he was talking about the mal atm alloy how it was alloyed with with uh with gold 
Yeah, yeah, because it is obviously not pure Atium. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But I I, I also see that, Matt. That's another read that I've also thought about because it's not like it's, you know, when preservation like lets Kelsier see the spiritual realm, in my mind, that's that could be an even, you know, even less diluted, you know, connection with preservation or ruins influence potentially to see the future much more clearly. Any time when you're getting that pure shardic thing is like, whoa, that spiritual realm's a lot like Dalinar gets, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with Odium, briefly. Yeah. So those are some of the basics of Atium. There is some weirdness with Atium. Namely, you can push and pull on it. Which... And it's Ruin's body. <laughs> That is that is also weird. I will give you that. Yeah, it, it is weird. Yes. Ruin just needs to me- metabolize it and then he'll Yeah. The, yeah, this is an aside, but whenever Brandon said that, I always imagined like the Kolos get it and Ruin is just stuffing beads of ATM <laughs> into his mouth, like trying to get it down. Yeah. So he can I've, get his full power. I've never been clear on what he intended to do with yeah. <laughs> Once he got it, he wins. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The game I, I think somebody has asked that actually. Like, is he is he gonna go and just gobble it all up? Yeah, and Brandon have I think that's where he said the metabolizing thing. Yeah. Can I make a point on the pushing and pulling thing? Sure, or, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. I, this is an I will not go on a long tangent. I have a whole forthcoming metal theory that I don't expect <laughs> anybody else to agree with but it's just like what david thinks about this okay i do not think that it is weird that god metal is gonna be pushed and pulled on i think there should be a little bit of resistance kind of like if you're pushing on a spike or a metal mine but in my opinion shard blades are the outlier because they're a god metal that are also kind of charged with that spren's essence simultaneously sure. and they're sure. kind of living yeah, yeah they're kind of living if if was full up of some sort of power that made it unpushable, which seems to be one of the reasons things can be unpushable. I don't think you could make spikes out of it. I don't think you could put, you could store anything in it ferrochemically because it would already be full. And so all the cool stuff that we can do, like Raisium, we'll, we'll pull in something like that. If Raisium was full, I don't think you'd be able to run investiture through it like you do. And so I think it makes more sense for God Metals to be able to be at least pushed and pulled upon slightly because if they were too full, it just wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to be interacted with in as many cool ways. I think that that sounds reasonable to me. Yeah. Well, yeah. and like the, a lot of the interference with Allomancy, at least, has to do with like humanity. And, you know, like, so it's like Farukami, it's harder when the Farukamist has put their attributes in, right? Yeah. When yeah, it's yeah, yeah. a charged metal mind. And the spikes are harder to push and pull because they're in the human body. So mm-hmm. I like the idea that with the shard blades, it's the spren that is making it hard to push, like the kind of human human cognitive aspect of the spren rather than the divine or shardic nature of the of the metal. I mean, just you... the sheer amount of investiture that exists within a spren. Yeah, I'm trying to find when I asked Brandon about uh, Atium, because he said there were some things that didn't quite make sense. Like he's like saying, yeah, maybe Atium's like an investiture black hole and it's just weird. 
See, I I explain that in my WAP theory too. I'm like, oh, this okay. actually makes a little bit of sense. I have it though. If you want me to find it for you, yes, please. I'm scrolling I've got through a our whole canon. collection that I didn't. I, I think I found it, Eric. Okay, great. Oh, there you go. You know, we we should have just been in mob mode this whole time, but whatever, it's fine. Um, <laughs> whatever. Just imagine you are reading these on screen. No, no, no. Now they will. They will. Well, I can still put yeah. them on screen because we have the quotey thing now. Ooh, to put them on screen. I don't watch Shardcast. I listen. <laughs> How dare you? Okay, so the wob is um, Eric asks, yes. "Is ATM invested?" And Brandon says, "Is it ATM invested? ATM is investiture distilled into the physical realm, right? So is electricity electric, or is Water, it what? <laughs> Basically, and then Eric asks." asks well i think the question sharders had was if it's invested how can people push and pull on it that was the struggle brandon says atm breaks a lot of rules in the same way that you will see other things break rules atm plays weirdly when you get distilled investiture you're starting like my kind of rule for myself is it's kind of like when you start going on the quantum level, the rules just start playing weirdly. Because it's like, what realm does ATM exist in is another thing. <laughs> because pure investiture like that is like a mini black hole, right? <laughs> it's like existing in three realms at once, kind of, and things like that. There's a lot of weirdness. I the feel writerly- like... <laughs> yeah, I feel like Brandon answered this question right after he had listened to They Might Be Giants song Particle Man. <laughs> so the writerly answer is there's lots of weirdness because when I built ATM, I didn't have the rest of the Cosmere built. Right? <laughs> there, we, there it is. <laughs> and yeah. so it breaks a lot of rules that I later set up that everything else has to follow. So the writerly answer is we just have to accept that ATM and Lurassium are some and some of these other distilled investiture things are going to play very weirdly with the magic systems, but that's okay. Nightblood will too. And there's some things that were built even after the Cosmere was coming together. And this that's was, the episode, folks. This 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 was uh this was a fun thing that Brandon said. It's like, well, what what realm is that? <laughs> I think that's, that's a reasonable pretty, question. No, though. it is. It is. It is. Yeah. It's it's just it's just hilarious. <laughs> well, it's funny. It's very memeable. I I think that it's very funny. But and to put that in our timeline, this yes. is from 2017. So this is where Brandon's brain was at about ATM yes. in 2017. Pre-Hero of um, Ages Leatherbound. Pre-Hero of Ages Leatherbound. Yeah. Four to mm. five years prior to the recording of this episode. Yes. We're, we're in 2022. Yeah. Uh, Living in the here. future here. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, but in fairness to him, I think that what he's trying to communicate by calling ATM a black hole is that ATM, in the same way that quantum things get weird, things get weird when you get close to investiture. So it's hard to... He's not saying mm-hmm. it's a black hole, but he's saying it's <laughs> in some ways similar to a perpendicularity, I think, in that it can exist on a lot of different levels simultaneously. Uh- I would say the black hole aspect is just that we don't really know what happens when really small things are very heavy, right? It's that interaction with quantum and uh, relativity, right? That like we we don't really know what's going on with that because that that I think that's why he's bringing up quantum stuff. It's like oh, uh, mm-hmm. 
we know like something's weird, but yeah, there's there's weirdness there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had this image jump into my head of people figuring out how to make little investiture nuggets that they can throw at a wall and turn into a perpendicularity portal, just like magic beans, but investiture. Take you anywhere you want to go. That that's if you want to walk possible there once you get into Yeah, yeah, yeah. The image, the image I got is like the classic villain, like smoke powder getaway. Like, <laughs> <"Ha-ha>! <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah, perpendicularity. <laughs> yep. Which mm. Dalinar can kind of do, maybe. Yeah. Then there was uh, more recently in 2020. Brandon made Reddit comments about changes he'd make in his Mistborn screenplay because he's been trying to write a Mistborn screenplay to get like used to writing screenplays and getting practice with that. So here's what he said. So I'm not sure I can explain it all in this, but one change I wish I'd made from the start of Mistborn is making Atium usable by all Alamancers. As I've gotten further in the Cosmere, using a god medal as just for Mistborn has felt off. So the lore change for the films will mean that any Alamancer can use Atium. This in turn lets uh, House Venture have access to the Lord Ruler's Atium as a control of the city last resort. They keep a task force of Alamancers for this purpose, uh, which Ham can join uh, in anticipation of being able to steal it once Sean accesses it. They don't know that House Venture is only given about 100 beads of Atium, not access to the full mythical cache, which will be reserved for the third movie. Makes the world building and storytelling more elegant, I found, in the film, and it fits better uh, with more modern (laughs) uh, Cosmere fundamentals as I've developed over the last decade. I think I'd make this change even if we moved to a television show and long form. Yeah, and he's changed so that, his mind about that now that he's done yeah. the, done the ATM retcon, because <laughs> that just sounds it 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 sounds weird to me. But because that, that's one of the ways that you, it's one of the reasons Vin was so worried about fighting Mistborn was that they could have ATM. I just want to talk about how that reading that made me feel. <laughs> reading that made talk me to feel. It, man. Like I was watching the Avatar, The Last Airbender live action, and the Firebenders couldn't create their own fire. They had to have fire already started. Like that moment, and listening to that wob felt the same to me. Just, I, I can see that. Uh, quick aside about adaptations: there will be changes. There will be lore changes. Oh, yeah, that's okay. Of uh, course. Yeah. It, it is weird. I mean, the thing that's weird with Atium to me, th- there's a few things that have always, always been weird with Atium versus Lorassium to me. Like Lorassium connects you to preservation and makes you a super powerful Mistborn. And Atium, like it, it is always just been weird to me why Atium does the thing that it does, right? One, Ruin isn't even good at seeing the future, so like that's a little weird. I mean, that that could be Ati and not really the power itself, right? Sure, that's fine. Uh, maybe maybe Ruin the power is better at seeing the future, and Ati just sucked at it. 
sure fine some thoughts on that but we'll save that for yeah. my theory do we do we actually know that he's bad or do we know that preservation was just better that's what i would say more oh, i guess that that's think true better but <laughs> but in in a in a similar kind of vein mm-hmm. i would say that in my opinion i kind of like atm as it is because it is short-term future site which i think is something that we could say ruin is pretty good at so it's sure. very it is it's not long like preservation grand plan all the all the pup master strings are coming together it's like right now it's useful and it's very useful for creating destruction which i think until is until ellen Duralumen's a bunch of it and yeah. just goes kablooey we'll get there yeah 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 I- i've just always found atium's ability and lorassium's ability just i i I don't see why Ruin's God Medal is this. Like, you could, you could, I feel like it would be just as easy to rationalize this as any Shard's Medal doing this. Because all Shard's power let you see the future, right? I don't know why this is Ruin's God Medal. I don't know. What what I always say to this point is you have to compare like to like. So you have Uh to compare Lorassium to, in Allomancy, to... Atium and Hemallergy. Sure, right? I like that. So I think it makes mm-hmm. sense for Atium to have a more limited effect when it is being interpreted through the preservation lens system. of preservation's magic system. So the one thing that bugs me about Brandon's pitch there <laughs> is it's still not making it equal because every human can apparently ingest Lorassium and get an effect, whereas with Atium... Why is it only Allomancers? And you can say that it's because humans on Scadriel have more preservation in them than Ruin. Sure. Mm-hmm. But then Allomancers have even more preservation in them than regular humans. So why are they able to burn? It, it just doesn't really make sense to me why making it so all Allomancers can burn ATM helps. Anything. I, yeah, I guess I feel like just these pure essences of a shard, like if you're if like say you're from Nalthus and not from Skadriel, that should do something to you, right? Like if, if you're not any of these like you don't have any access to the metallic arts. Like I feel like this pure essence of a shard I don't know. Why why is preservation just like, hey, this is forging this giant connection and doing a thing? I feel like they should well, do something. Well, I think I, that's an, a good point, though, is that it is kind of arbitrary. Like, why does Racium conduct investiture? I mean, that's you know, true. It doesn't, that's they just true. do cool things yeah, I guess. that Brandon has decided kind of fit in. And I actually kind of like the Mistborn movie change because I like in, in, in the movie context, I don't like it so much in our books, but uh, because it makes if you think about it, ATM, Mistborn are already vanishingly rare. And so only a very small portion of people can even use ATM. So some of its value, I understand, is being just like the power it represents or assassination. But if common elementaries can use it, then suddenly it becomes a lot more valuable for basically anybody, even if you don't have a Mistborn on hand. But I do think it would cause issues with, I think you'd have to nerf it so that Vin could still beat an, a regular Alamancer using ATM, but probably not another Mistborn using ATM because she, they would have an equal tool set and it would be much more difficult. But that's just my opinion. If he was going to really make that change for a movie, mm. but yeah, I said I was going to save it. But I think I changed my mind. No, let's it do it like now. the right place. Okay, uh, well, at least this first section of it of the 
idea of why is the shard that is allegedly bad at future sight has the god metal that sees the future. Like, what if that was part of preservation's plan? What if funneling out that ATM wasn't just about weakening Ruin, but actually specifically weakening his ability to see the future and cut off preservation's plans? So part of it being distilled from that future site is him literally taking that power away from Ruin and locking it into the metal. So that way, preservation has an edge. I have never visualized shards' bodies as having like discrete organs that kind of like correlate with abilities. Yeah, I like, mean it's could, it's could a be, little out definitely. there, but but I mean all of this is out there. <laughs> oh yeah, so, it's, it's not something I've thought about before. But this, you know, is, this is the most wackadoodle piece of of what I've put together. Yeah, so I I think. It it obviously doesn't work like organs or anything like that, but I think this... So, Brandon has built kind of a a soft magic in in all of his hard magics, and that's the spiritual realm. (laughs) Indeed, yes. You can you can do a lot in the Cosmere by saying, "Oh, we we replaced one piece from somebody's spiritual DNA from somebody's spirit web with another piece, or we excised a piece." from somebody's spirit web or we put a like a a, a a layer of other investiture on top of somebody's spirit web and that has now a permanent effect on that person or that, or that entity and so while my my gut reaction is to dislike this idea of being able to take away somebody's future site we do see people mess with other or we do see entities mess with other entities spirit webs to produce very kind of loose effects right uh we've seen multiple instances of memories being taken um if if the night watcher or or cultivation can like make somebody see the world upside down or lose sense like you could argue that these are physical effects but Maybe she does them by manipulation of the spirit web, and then that propagates down to the. So you can probably take away somebody's ability to see the future or to read fortune or whatever I mean, by messing with right? the spirit web. Fortune's an attribute. and he wouldn't even have. Out. He wouldn't even have had to take it away completely. Just muddy it enough, yeah. you know. Make Interact it, with it. Yeah. yeah, make it to to where ruins. Future sight ability was reduced enough that it would be more difficult for him to see preservation's plan laid out. I I was thinking something similar to this, but what I was thinking was it wasn't intentional. It was like if Ruin's future sight is maybe more concentrated in his physical aspect, uh, which is what Atium is, maybe if ruin kind of more exists, the consciousness of Ati more exists in the cognitive spiritual realm, he's less able to access that future site because that aspect of his shardic power is so present in the physical. And so maybe it was something that was done intentionally, and maybe that's just how the shard's power is. Whether it was intentional or not, Yeah, preservation knew that 
siphoning off this part of ruin was vital to his plan working, whether he understood exactly why or not. Yeah. Mm. And and then it, it's become more preservation's intent is that's why I need to keep the Atium like mm-hmm. away from him, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I would still say, even if I think this is true, I think the bigger part is putting ruin power-wise on an equal footing with preservation mm-hmm. so he can't just yeah. destroy the planet. As Like, yeah. if for some reason it's messing with future sight, I think that that is more a bonus or a secondary part of the plan as opposed to preservation going ruin needs to be weaker or none of this is going to matter because he'll just be a sure i think both pieces would be very important and there's it when you have something that you can do that serves two purposes rather than one it it just even better well because part of preservation's plan was so that you know the atium could be burned by the people you know (laughs) near the pits and so to burn off the metal so ruin couldn't use it and I think part of Preservation's plan was about, like, Ellen seeing, mm-hmm. you know, the future as well with the Atium. Yeah, I think, I think and we can get more into that when, when we actually start talking about Brandon's retcon, because yeah, the second part of my theory depends on yeah, everyone understanding maybe. that first. I have I had one more thing before we moved on. Uh-huh. It is a little bit circle back, but just when we were talking about why any any Alamancer can burn uh, or why only Mistborn can burn uh, Atium. I would say that in my opinion, it's always just made sense that Mistborn are the people that can burn every metal that's burnable in Alamancy. And so sure. it doesn't it doesn't feel weird to me that mm-hmm. you know, it's not like we have a bunch of people that can burn other you know, Mistings have one, Mistborn have all. Like it's just a very straightforward rule. And so I don't think that or it nine. needed to be that way but I don't think it's inconsistent to me either. It's just the way Brandon decided to make it. I guess maybe Brandon's logic is because the power of Atium isn't coming from preservation, that that can sort of break the rules a bit. Because Atium, you're you're getting the power from that metal itself rather than but from you still an need external source. Like the spirit web to be able to interact with it. You know what I mean? Like, like you can't burn, for instance, I think he said that if you don't have a connection to some other hypothetical god metal, you wouldn't be able to burn it as an Alamancer and get anything out of it. At least it's my understanding of what he said. But they all have some ruin in them anyway, so it's not as much as they have preservation, but they do still have that connection. Man, all this stuff mm-hmm. is so weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's a and it's that's more arbitrary either way. It's just sure. one or the other. You know? It's yeah. one of those that, things that I think starts to make more sense after the retcon. Yeah. So I think we need to talk about the Atium retcon because we've, we've, we've been talking around this. David, why don't you read what Peter said a bit before Brandon had talked about this? Why, okay. why don't you, why don't you talk about what Peter said? This is the moment when when thunderclouds are building in my mind. I'm going, hmm, I don't like this at all. I don't like this it's one the, bit. The darkening of the night of the day sky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is the night of the night of sorrows <laughs> for you. <laughs> it is okay. So we've got coming in from Zeiss fifty six. Sure, that's a mispronunciation. I don't know Sorry, how you start Zeiss. a word to search the next. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah, just talking on Reddit. Brandon has said that everybody ought to be able to burn ATM, like they can all burn Laracium, which I actually don't think is That's what, not what Brandon, Brandon said, said. If it's no. like with the Alamancers with, burning it, yeah, yeah, right. Which has confused, which has gotten me confused as well occasionally because I yeah. forget that sometimes. And the fact that they can't was an oversight on his part that he would have done differently in hindsight. 
Maybe now he's had an in-universe reason to rewrite the laws of Alamancy. It's back to its intended concept. Mistburn can burn all 16 metals. Mistings burn one base metal. Non-Alamancers can only burn god metal. So that part is all a little bit incorrect with what Brandon has said. but Right, with what we what just said. Yeah, right. right. My explanation, Peter Althrum, my explanation for this is that preservation somehow caused all naturally occurring atium <laughs> to form as an alloy of atium and electrum. An alloy of atium and an alloy. That's not part of it. That was just me really focusing on there. The atium mistings were actually electrum mistings. Zeiss 56. It's a very tidy solution, but it creates the maddening question of what does pure atium do? To which Peter responds to. That S answer has already been revealed canonically. Rafo, which is a little confusing when he's saying it's what? his theory, but it's also been revealed canonically. <laughs> then we have yeah, and then oh. we have our our good friend Punny coming in saying, is this proper canon? Parentheses, or as close to as out-of-book statements come, or more Peter the fan theorizing. And Peter responds, I'm not totally sure Brandon is happy with this explanation. <laughs> it gave me comfort in the moment. So, and I think a key thing about that is Peter saying the alloy part is his fan theory, but that the effect of pure autium has been confirmed canonically. I, I I think that's two separate thoughts. That's yes, but how can you have the second without the first? That's true. Exactly. That's true. Un unless unless the effect of pure atium is seeing the future, like expansively like, rather than in the moment. Yeah, like more like Renarin's visions than say mm -hmm. what we see in Mistborn like, One, right? Ellen Ellen before he right, dies. Right, 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 right. Yeah, like those those are the primary. <laughs> People have seen the future type things. Uh, right? So like the the Electrum alloy would give you, would show you the physical motion of other people because that's the effect we see predominantly. Yeah, the Atium shadows, yeah. But but then but then pure Atium would give you kind of spiritual realm, spiritual realm <laughs> uh, understanding of things or fortune or something to that effect. Like... Because Ellen was not seeing, you know, <laughs> preservation, <laughs> puppeteering things, right? He 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 was getting an insight into the plan, the universe. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's and, like and exactly why he had to die and how all the pieces fit together. Yep, Ellen right. got fridged. He didn't actually. No. Uh, he he made his choices. Um, he was far too developed a character for that to yeah, have been yeah, simple yeah. fridging. I know, I know, I know. Okay, so let's let's talk about the mob from the spoiler stream. That's let's get into it. So King's Daughter six thirteen. Primary question: Peter recently said something about Atium and Era One actually being an Atium Electrum alloy, which is called Nalatium. Is this accurate? Uh, quick. Note, uh, Peter didn't say that that part. That's that's a king's daughter theory about what the that what alloy called. could be. It's okay. That's it's not what Peter said. We we just read what Peter said. <laughs> Brandon, this is accurate. Yes, you could. By the way, just continue to call it Atium. That's what they think Atium is in world. It's very slightly tainted. Um. And then there's uh, some Raphos after that, but that, that's 
that's what we're talking about here. So <laughs> I want to I want to say something non I, I think it's non-controversial. Okay. <laughs> we'll find I out. I think it is okay for in general for characters to use the wrong term for things that they don't fully understand. Yeah. Yes. yes. And Sorry, so there are there are asterisks. There, there, there is room here for characters to be saying, oh, this is Atium, this is Atium, this is Atium, when in fact, it is not. It makes it hard to talk about for us, because now we have to go <laughs> Atium versus pure not Atium, but almost. What, yeah. what if we just yeah. say pure Atium when, we're, when okay. that's what we mean? How about that? Sounds that? that sounds easy enough. So we'll have a... A atium, an F atium, an H atium, and a P atium. Yeah, no, great. pure atium is all caps. Oh, okay, yeah. Atium. Oh, no. oh, the canonical no. notation that Eric loves so much. <laughs> uh, see, those people now uh, will will put F capital F with a hyphen atium, and I like that a lot better than the lowercase f and capital A atium. Oh, I like I liked fatium. That's fine. <laughs> Fat. No, you got to pronounce it fatio. <laughs> That's more much better. That, you can do it. Yeah. Another pronunciation cast. Yeah. We can go into that. Anyway, we don't need to talk about notation of allomantic abilities and things. That's not relevant. <laughs> so this, this is... You, you could definitely call this a retcon, right? Like... This, yeah. this, this is a retcon. Do we want to go around in a circle and just give like our initial instinct to having experienced this? Let's or let's like, do that. Let's do yeah, that. Yeah, just like, well, like kind of our background. Why don't Why don't you okay. start, David? I'll go into this so even handed too. <laughs> if this, uh -huh. if this is something that you like, good for you. Like no no judgment. <laughs> like for real. Like if it makes the, if it makes the books work better for you, then like I legitimately am happy for you. I do not like it very much. This is a very long-standing theory that has been around in the fandom for longer than I've been in the fandom, and I didn't like it when I read it then, and I don't like it so much when I read it now, because I think it creates just as many problems as it potentially solves and will require additional explanation on down the line that I think could potentially be confusing to people who are like, wait a minute, what? I thought we knew what ATM did. Confusing That's for my, people who only read the books and not these. Yeah, words like not people yeah. who are here going, well, now we now we know that this is slightly tainted ATM. We have to, you know, people who are just like, huh, I'm reading Mistborn 9 and suddenly ATM does something weird. Uh, Evgeny, what do you think? I so my my initial reaction was. So so I generally speaking, I don't have problem with retcons. I have problems with retcons when they don't fit well. Like when they when they break something, right? And so, assuming that Brandon can find a way to make all of this fit, like existing, really, era two doesn't matter, but like yeah, existing era one, era one, and and secret history to an extent. If he can find a way to explain all of that in a way that's, if not elegant, then at least consistent with the things that we see. Then I'm okay with this. I I'm not opposed to retcons on a on a principle. It's like because when when everything fits together, it's more recontextualization than it is a retcon, which retcon stands for. So 
<laughs> no, it, means it, it, retroactive continuity. Retroactive continuity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but but the, the thing is, I don't think right now all of the pieces fit as well as I would like them to. So I am like 70, 75% okay with this. Uh, but I, I think some things are going to feel weird. Rosemary, what do you think? I am delighted with this because since I have worked through it, I think it all fits together perfectly, Ooh. particularly with, with the preservation's needs or, and what, what he was doing. Um, but I, I, have, I have shiny explanations. Ooh. I should be able to counter most people's concerns. <laughs> I think David's concerns fight to the death, please. Uh, oh, let's go. I've been sharpening the knives for months. <laughs> uh, see, I don't need a knife. The... I'm a unicorn. I'll just stab you with my horn. Matt. Um, so I try to separate myself a bit because I'm a little precious about the era one. <laughs> like I'm a little like these books can You're never very change. fond of era one i'm very fond of era you one you so know anything, era one more than any other person that's probably not dragon steel right i know era one better than i know how to pronounce yasna's name <laughs> well, well that's a pretty low bar to be honest. yeah that's that doesn't say much does it? <laughs> um but so i think i have like an initial like emotional like don't change anything about it brandon but <laughs> When I get over that, I've kind of circled around this a couple ways, but I think I'm still ending up in this similar place to David where at the end of the day, ADM is weird. And if you're solving the weirdness by making it weird in a different way, what's the point in changing it? Um, and I think <laughs> I am concerned that it creates more problems then it solves and that the problems it solves maybe there's some other ways we could get at that yeah it, it's funny because when i first read this i'm like that kind of makes sense and then the more i thought of it i'm like i don't know if this is a good idea i don't know about that uh and so like i was initially david instantly hated it uh and so that it, it, that was yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, then we realized this needs to be a full episode and not just a half hour of a Wob episode because <laughs> it's like yeah. we're, we're, we're at fifty six minutes by the way in our yeah. recording. There are things I do like about it. I like even though I'm thinking more on the you know like it's not like a blatant like hundred percent no hundred percent yes. Yeah, but. I'm. I'm... I'm just worried it's going to be really confusing to people who read the books normally. Uh, Jess and I were talking about this like we talk about most things, and Jess hates this. She thinks, look, if it's not in the book, it doesn't matter, really, ultimately. Uh, and if you read in, like, maybe this comes up in Era 3 or something, sure. I mean, the book's called The Lost Metal, right, for our last Wax and Wayne book. When that comes up, this factoid about it being tainted like like how are you going to communicate this to readers like it is just kind of weird and clunky maybe it can be done i don't know but it is a bit odd and i guess i had gotten in my head 
that you could not push and pull on metal mines and spikes, but that is totally not true. It's just harder to push on them. Yep. And so, like, mm-hmm. like you could easily just say, oh, well, I mean, Atium, like, it has that same resistance and you can still push and pull on it. Like, that. that's super easy to do, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I think shard blades and shard plate can be the outlier because they're 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 made of spread and that that's a different thing to push and pull on right so mm-hmm. i i well, feel like I the main that's what hmm? they're trying to solve here that's i think that's one of the reasons that people say this fits better is Maybe... that now we know why atm i i have punny's very long like long yeah. list of things that he thinks fit better and that is one of the things that he says that he mm. thinks makes it fit better but yeah. i think that spikes and metal mines being more difficult to push are already a soft retcon in and of themselves because there's no mention of that in era one and later in era two they're like oh it's harder to push on a metal mind a little bit but in era one marsh is just shooting ferrochemical rings in a state's <laughs> body like no problem and so and it's in his he's body a, and that's yeah he's a savant so sure but you know it's not something that was mentioned in era one at any point so that's already like a little right. bit of a retcon well and it's it's explicitly an advantage that inquisitors have over ferrochemists is that ferrochemist metal mines that they're wearing can be pushed and then when the rings go into say zed then he can't that switches the thing and then the whole thing with the lord ruler having the bracers that pierce his skin which vin totally pushes on yeah, in the battle that's with power. the power of the mist. mist no, 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 no. But but doesn't uh, Vin try and even before that, like before Vin channels the it's mist, he he, he has other bracers. Oh yeah, he, sorry, I'm talking about the other bracers, not just the Atium uh, bracers. Yeah. No, so um, Atium mines, metal mines that are just worn on the body don't gain any additional resistance to pushing and pulling relative to just. A metal mine sitting on a table well right that's right that is what i am that's what i'm saying in that in era one they push and pull on metal mines that like yeah. are just being worn and that it is not mentioned that there is resistance that's what yeah. i'm saying yes and, and there should have been yeah and Vin's powerful or something and maybe i don't know elementers are weaker in the future i don't know whatever you can yeah. rationalize that somewhat i think i don't think that's i don't think that's a big deal Right. No, it's never bothered me in particular, but I think it is something that is an idea Brandon had later that he's retrofitted. Right. And really, now that I'm thinking about it, we don't ever see Kelsier pushing on metal mines or spikes. So we're the only people we're seeing do this are Inquisitors, Vin, Eland, the Lord Ruler, who are all like <laughs> yeah not great not, not great yeah. great examples at all really i also mm. think there's an argument to be made that it's easier for a mistborn than a misting because mistings oh, yeah. are just naturally weaker than yeah, mistborns right, right oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 um not necessarily yeah i mean it's it it's a stretch but that, there's ways we can rationalize it right so there's one more thing i want to bring up um kind of to to bring us all on the same page about things that not everyone has in their heads all of <laughs> uh-huh. the time. Um, what? And that is to kind of define some characteristics of some relevant metals that we've been talking about. Because right. we're going to go into a long list of details, and I think it's helpful to have uh, to have this information readily uh-huh. available. Yeah. So, um, obviously, 
we are talking about Atium a lot, but we've brought up uh, Malatium and uh, the possibility of Atium being an Atium Electrum alloy. Yes. So I want to talk about uh, Malatium, Gold, and yeah. Electrum specifically. Yeah, let's do that. So after definitely not having spent 10 minutes discussing yes. things amongst ourselves... <laughs> <My God. laughs> We we kind of know the effects of, of gold and electrum, which are some of the relevant metals here. And that is that uh, gold allows you to see... A, so it, it's a little weird where you're not seeing a future version of yourself or a past version of yourself. You're seeing kind of a, a parallel version of yourself if you had made different choices in the past. And <laughs> yes. even though gold is weird, allomantically speaking... What is important, I think, is that one, uh, it is an internal metal, yes. which explains why you're seeing, you know, your yeah. own versions of things, and uh, it is also a pulling metal, which I'm not sure how I can explain yet, but let's keep that Base in mind. Base metals are all pulling for whatever reason. Yeah, that's just how it is. That's just yeah. how it is. Base metals pull, alloys push. Yep. Okay. The way. Sure. Yeah. And then electrum. Um, which is the other relevant metal that is not alloyed with god metals just yet. We'll get there in the moment. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Electrum is kind of the counterpart, counterpart of gold, uh, where gold allows you to see a parallel version of yourself. Electrum allows others to see kind of your own ATM shadows, right? Uh, one of the books calls it Poor's Man, Poor Man's ATM. Yep. It's Does you it can see your own ATM shadow. Matt is correct. Well, you can't. How see is your that useful? You it so it counteracts it. You see, like if an arrow goes through your chest in the future or something, you're like, yeah. oh, shit, I'm not going that way. That, yeah, I, see, I probably can't be in it now. I said shit. No, that's, yeah. I'll bleep it. I'll bleep it. So you see your own you like immediate future, and it allows you to counter ADM, like David said. Like you can see, oh, oh I'm about to yeah. get punched in the face, so I can. Yeah. I absolutely mm. love how the the more in-depth chart says it because burning electrum allows a, an alamancer to see a vision of possible paths they could take in the future usually limited to a few seconds <laughs> actually actually <laughs> i like that, that explanation because it correct yeah it is more parallel to gold gold right. is you seeing different paths you could have taken in the past and no. Yeah, Electrum is allowing you to see different paths you could take in the future. Okay, okay, okay. okay. We're I getting that. somewhere, kind of. Good. Go, Matt. We are <laughs> beginning to understand the one. Um, <laughs> Matt, uh, Matt has the, all the explanations. That's why like, well, I just like I didn't until you gave that. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that, so, look, that's why I have these tables. Number one alimentic table. Number one ferrochemical table. Uh, typos and all. Lorassium spelled wrong on this ferrochemical chart, by the way. Oh yeah. Um, and so electrum electrum is also an internal metal, which yes. now makes sense to us, right? Because it's yep. interacting with your own yep. uh self. Yep. Uh and it is a pushing metal because alloys are pushing metals. Or yeah, and and so yep. in the Hero of Ages uh, chart uh that has most of the metals but has atium and molatium there. That's why, like, oh gold sees uh, you know, your own past, uh, Malatium sees, you know, other people's pasts, uh, and Electrum sees your future, Atium sees 
another person's future. Although you will notice, of course, the obvious issue in that the base metal's doing mm -hmm. the wrong thing, right? Gold is seeing your past, but Melatium, an alloy, is seeing the other person's past. Whereas the yeah, base metal is seeing the, the future. And so this was how we sort of realized, wait, something's kind of wrong with this. Mm -hmm. With wait, Atium and Melatium's placement on the chart. He, he's saying that Atium, a base metal, shows you the future. But gold, a base metal, shows you a different version of the past. And so they are a little inverse. It's not They don't parallel each other as well as they possibly could have. Not that every metal, you know, Tin, tin pewter are weird you know the paired things don't always fit but it's weird that one one's base metal shows the future and the other one does something with the past and one's allies does something with the future and the other one does something with the past that you is the slight weirdness the, you would expect melatium and gold or you would expect atium and gold to be similar and melatium and electrum to be similar if that was how if the chart that was the out. correct thing on the chart yeah if that was the correct mm -hmm. formulation but because okay. yeah but regardless so it's very complicated like this has always been complicated yes and, I, and they're not even supposed to be on the chart right because it's supposed yeah, to be yeah. cadmium and pendeloy right yeah, yeah. i've Which makes always because the other quadrants don't have that like the paired metals always have a lot of synergy but the quadrants don't really like mm -hmm. yeah right in pewter steel iron they, they're not, not related like, at all right yeah 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 and and same yeah. with copper bronze and zinc and brass so yeah, it right. was also weird that well in, except we the enhancement temporal, quadrant yeah. the enhancement one yeah. is the the clearest yeah. one but all the other ones don't yeah and also yeah. kind of the most boring but they, they are kind of the most boring <laughs> yeah so Yes. I always thought that ATM, like, I never equated ATM to gold in this way. I always thought of ATM as being, like, the way ATM interacts with alloys, with its alloys, would make, like, would keep the interaction between ATM, the base metal, and the alloy consistent. But it wouldn't necessarily, so, so, so like, Gold by itself shows you paths you could have taken. Atium and gold gives you malatium, right? Atium, yeah. uh, yes, correct. And that shows paths other people could have taken. Exactly. Right. Yes. It does the same thing as gold, except makes it external. Correct. Exactly. Yes. That is what it does. And I, yeah, I think this is important, though, because it does get into where I think kind of the original genesis for this theory was, is that people say, oh, what should ATM plus Electrum do? And they go, well, ATM should show you other, you know, ATM plus Electrum should show you other people's futures. But that's what ATM does. So what, right. what does an ATM right. Electrum alloy do? And that's, right. that's okay. what people have long been concerned about. Some people think it's more important. Some people think it's less important. But that has been an open question. Right, right, right. And so this change definitely fixes that kind of well yes so let's talk about things that this uh atium change uh helps with right uh so why is this so similar to electrum 
why can it be pushed and pulled on, right? Uh, because you, you, could, you could easily argue that, okay, well, it's not pure Atium, right? You, you have uh, a bit of an alloy and that's making it easier to push and pull on, right? Okay, sure. Um, the, the same way you can push and pull on, on Malatium, for example. Yes, though I don't think we see anyone push yeah, and pull on that. But yeah, that, that is presumably you can. Believing, yeah. yeah, it is okay, dependent okay, on okay, believing fine. god metals should be unpushable. But sure, yes, yes. and it yeah. um, it also fixes something that I've always hated, which was the swapping of ATM mistings for something oh, else. Do, do you want to talk about the swapping, Rosemary? Because <laughs> because okay. this means that you don't have to swap because. What it says is that if you are burning an atium uh, alloy with the metal that you can already burn, then you can burn the alloy too. So, because god metal plus alloy equals the misting can burn it. So, all that means is that all of those atium mistings were really just electrum mistings. And it means that because I've always hated the idea that preservation manually swapped things because it means, I mean, tinkering with people's spiritual DNA in the individual basis is doable, but doing it for an entire species and just having it randomly, it just always seemed like one of those things that didn't we, make any need, sense to me and I hate it. We need to back up and talk about that because this is yeah. actually my fault. This is this is. I think <laughs> exclusively my fault. <laughs> why, why this? The, why this has happened? Because so, you asked for the lob, right? So <laughs> a, a few years ago, because I had always had it in my brain. Oh, there was some weird swapping that preservation did to to make the charts work, right? And so that there could be the atium mistakes. The rule of sixteen, right? Yeah. Right. Sixteen percent. Sixteen. Yeah. Sixteen yeah. uh, original... percent, even though, yeah. The original chart doesn't have band, al- band alloy and cadmium. Right. In era two, there is band alloy and cadmium. And so preservation must have done something. Right. So <laughs> I was convinced, and David and I were convinced that there yeah. was a word of Brandon on this. But no, there's not a word of Brandon about this. There's not a recorded word of Brandon. It could be lost to the ether of time. I, but we I legitimately find. think that it is a theory that it was just there for so long that I thought it was real. Because was what did happen was that I asked Brandon about the swapping with the entire premise that preservation did do swapping. But like that doesn't it, like that that just supposes the premise is true where that doesn't need to be true. Uh, and so a few years, but say that again, he correct you when you said it, like he wasn't like, that's not true, Eric, but yeah, but like, what, no, but which let us continue to believe that, oh, well he didn't correct. He didn't, you know, he didn't contradict you. Brandon never, never contradicts. Yeah. He he usually doesn't, to be honest. When people are asking technical wobs, I think he usually (laughs) assumes that they are like more learned on it. This happened in 2009, to be clear. This was this was a long time ago, over a decade ago. Uh, and so a, a few years ago, we were trying to do citations for the Allomancy article. And David and I searched all of them. And it wasn't on Arcanum. And it wasn't on the old Theoryland database. And so I think this was just a thing that was in my head. I don't think it's real. I mean, even as a theory, though, it didn't work. Because well, it's so I didn't weird. like 
the idea of it swapping and this being something to where that electromistings can just burn this this atium alloy yes makes sense in the structure of how the 16% is built and yes. how yes. you got that 116th or that's yeah. probably the best thing about this yeah i would say the, the things that i have to say about that are that we know that shards can and do interfere with how magic systems manifest. We know honor constricted cohesion to only be able to do certain things. So it's not outside what we see. We know canonically shards do for preservation to do some weird string pulling with the magic system. That's not outside. True. Of that that yeah. is and, all true. But like, it's weird how preservation could hard code Atium mistings and Atium's ruins stuff like yeah that that just like feels weird magnitude bigger than what Honor did because Honor restricted the magic itself and for it, for for preservation to have done that he would have had to tinker with the spiritual DNA with the entire species which is what he's doing with the mist snapping he's creating mistings they're not mistings that he's that exist he is bringing them to a misting potential and making them into mistings so that is not that weird to me maybe the is base that, metal, is that how like, the mists work i didn't read reread yeah. hero of ages yet. no i i have reread hero of ages within the last month and read annotations he and he, he is or... increasing the potential they would not be able to snap on their own he's increasing the potential to a threshold to which they would become mystic. Yeah, but that's, I still feel like that's different because that's more similar to what Sazed slash Harmony did when he changed the snapping threshold. Well, so that's, we, to, yeah. to that's be fair, huge change to the magic system. we do not know what Harmony did to snapping other than it changed. That's mm-hmm. true. We, we, mm-hmm. we actually have no idea what specifically it is. And I, it has always been an open question to me how much shards can tinker with magic. Like, I agree you can, I don't know how much they can, right? And mm-hmm. with the preservation changing, I thought that was like there was a nice example of it, but then that just turned out to be in my head the whole time. So sorry, well, fandom, that's my fault. And the, the other thing, though, is this whole thing with the mist sickness where the Atium mistings um, get sicker than everyone else. And uh, yeah. I think the explanation mm, yeah. for that was... Because of the weird. interaction of ruin and preservation. Sure, right. But that's true. I don't know. Maybe it's a sign from preservation, though. It could be a sign from preservation, sure. That mm-hmm. they can also burn the electrum uh-huh. atium alloy uh-huh. that everyone mm-hmm. thinks of as atium. Okay, but what if atium mistings have a gene? that makes the ATM vaccine work less effectively on them. No, no. And that's why they get sicker. Great. Let's let's bring in Vax into it. We all we all know <laughs> yeah, Ati likes Vax, yeah. right? So sure. Vax, easy. Oh yeah. It there you shows go. up in secret history. It does. And Ati himself does. says it. <laughs> One of the two things and we know about it. It's like the only thing he says. I remember first reading that and like, oh we're gonna get some good AT stuff. And he just says Vax? Vax? Oof. Are you Vaccinated. Well, Kelsier punches him, right? <laughs> yeah, Vaccinate yeah, yeah. your kids. <laughs> but, I mean, he did have it coming. Yeah. And the other thing I will say is that this isn't a problem, but it is new information that Mistings would be able to burn their their ATM mm-hmm. alloy. And That's so it's true. not 
it is not contradictory, but this new explanation is now requiring a bunch of other things to be true. So it, I would not argue that it's simpler per se. Mm -hmm. Or it's something where preservation had to do something extra to the electrum mistings to make them able to burn. And that, sure, that, I could buy that, than, by the way. Yeah. That, I could um, totally and, buy that. And I can easily but, see the mist snapping being something to where the mists actually imbue people with a little bit more preservation to make them able to snap because you can get that from the mists. It's it's pure preservation just floating well, that, around. Well, that is what happens. So, yeah, I mean, they, they took these people who had almost enough potential of a snap, said a little bit more, poof. I... I do not think that for me saying that the mist snapping makes them able to burn an ATM electrum alloy is that different from the mist snapping just making them able to burn pure ATM. Mm. That seems like basically mm. as easy to me as one or the other. But so, it could mean that it, that they needed a little bit more in order to be able to burn the alloy and he knew it was important for them to be able to do so. But we were talking about earlier how weird it is that you have to have that you have more preservation to burn ATM in the first place. So that just that continues to feed into that kind of oddness, if that's oh, the case. I'm kind of being convinced on this point, because I think if you th I th if you think about it, like you have in your spirit DNA, either like people on Scadrial, they have full Mistborn or they have one of the metals. Mm -hmm. Some people and some people that's going to be a like a dominant trait where they can snap naturally. And some of them, it's not a trait that is ever going to be expressed without the intervention of the mist. Mm -hmm. And so preservation is just getting the like latent people to the level where they could snap, but he's not mm -hmm. changing the metal they're burning. He's just, they were always going to be electrum mistings. He's just making it possible so they could snap. Whereas with the ATM, He's changing kind of that fun. This is making a lot of assumptions about how SDNA works, but <laughs> yeah. By the way, yeah. we don't know dominant recessive. None of that needs to apply for spiritual DNA. Oh, yeah. you, like oh, yeah. identical twins do, will not be the same Alamancers yeah. or I, even Alamancers at all. And I was more meaning that just as a like metaphor to help. Right. Yes. 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 Explain yes. what yes. preservation yes. is doing. Yes. He's turning something that was like inactive into something that's active rather than saying you're an alamancer and i pick this metal for you um but maybe yeah yeah i don't like the idea of snapping either natural or mist aided chain like yeah i i think it makes sense for a person's alomantic potential misting versus mistborn and if they're misting what kind of misting they are be determined kind of at birth or at conception. Sure. Um, I don't like that being at at the point of snapping. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, though, like it is kind of like we know if you raise your potential enough, you just become a mistborn. So in my opinion, these people who are being brought to the threshold of being able to snap weren't anything until they were brought up. And then they became maybe they had a predisposition, but I don't think they were they were like, oh, I would be Academy of Misting, but I will never be able to snap because I'm too weak. They're just nothing. And then they're brought into whatever they are supposed to be. Yeah, I think so we're we, coming at this yeah. from so from different directions. We we're mm -hmm. looking at it in a fundamentally different way. So uh can we just pause yeah. for a second? Uh David, you yeah. are too soft. Could we go into Windows and turn up your microphone? Uh I can rant closer too. Is that better? 
Or uh, I can bring, yes, I that, can. that that would definitely be better. And I probably I lean back a little bit because now I'm yeah, right, right, right. This is definitely pe- people coming at it from a different angle. Um, yeah, and and I will say, in fairness to this, I think this is the thing that is the best argument for this being the case. I 100% think that this is, if it fixes anything, it makes this make more sense. But it's not how I think about it. Yeah, because getting the electromistings to be the Atium Electrum mistings, right? That doesn't fix the problem if Brandon does want all Amancers to be able to burn Atium, right? Like, that doesn't It help. doesn't do that. It no. does not do that. It's a completely separate thing. And yeah. It, Mm-hmm. Really separate. Just, I don't like the idea of all elementers being able to burn pure atium. And it also does not make all humans able to burn atium either, yeah. right? No. Uh, because that's not what any of this was actually necessarily changing or fixing, right? But at the end of the day, it doesn't it doesn't really play into things because for the most part they didn't have access to pure atium. And we want so to talk about find out. we want to talk about pure atium. The other thing that obviously this is consistent with is the hemology table of Atium must be refined. Extra now, maybe they didn't understand yeah. exactly why it had to be refined. They just what knew does it that did. mean? Who even made this table? I don't even know. Yeah, well, no one knows that. That's, no one knows. They that. won't talk about that. Yeah, it's it's extra weird because at least in in words of Brandon. When Brandon talks about refining something, he's usually talking about refining investiture into a liquid form or a solid form. And so while, yes, this is a verb that gets used in all sorts of similar contexts, in the context of magic, that tends to mean something else. Well, doesn't he also say something about distilling atium and David doesn't like the the terminology too? Yeah, yeah it may, like it may be as simple as heating it up enough to where the electrum in it burns off or something. And they don't realize that's what's happening, but yeah, it is. But yeah, but it's a solid. I don't actually know how alloys work, to be honest. Oh, no. I mean, if I I assume (laughs) Electrum has a much different melting point (laughs) than ATM does. And if they vaporize the Electrum out. You're talking about vaporizing a solid. Like that's you that, need that is, a that's lot true. of yeah. It's gonna take a lot, lot of heat. temperature. Yeah, like yeah. If, if not it just was, to make it liquid. liquid. Yeah, with, with liquid you can do but that. You can sure. do, but you. But what if the only way they were able to do this was the Lord Ruler using his brass mines to create extreme <laughs> heat? Sure. <laughs> I, I love new what ifs for retcons. What if this happened? See, I mean, like, that's thing... what's so fun about this is all these oh. extra possibilities you get to start to explore. I love David's <laughs> salt. I gotta just say, the, yeah. the salty, my... sarcastic comments always Forget. hilarious to me. My my thing with this retcon is if it's applying to some ATM in the books, for Era 1, it has to apply to all ATM in the books. Yes. The Lord Ruler's Bracers, what, what the Farukamis use, has what to. the Inquisitors use what the Alamancers use. The only yes. way it works is if we never have actually seen pure, pure ATM. ATM. Yes. And like, I, literally, I, you get it from the pits and it is in this form, right? Yeah. It's already tainted. And yeah. it's not been refined. Yeah. We know it can be refined from this hemallergic table, but it's not been refined Yeah, in the books. Yeah. That we know and, of. and that's one of the things that 
I actually read the wob and I was like, I actually like this less than I remember liking it because he doesn't say ATM comes into existence as actually the ATM Electrum alloy. He says it comes in very slightly tainted. And we know that alloy percentages are exact. If you're off and you burn it, you get sick and you get a little bit of power or you get really sick, mm. you know? But so in my opinion, it, sh- it should either be an alloy or it should be like it should be the full alloy or it should not be. It shouldn't be just a little bit tainted and create an entirely different effect. I mean, in my opinion. Some alloys have very tiny percentages of the extra metal. So right, it yeah. may be that that's all it takes is just to create the correct alloy. Bit of electrum. I, I would then my quibble would be with his phrasing because he should say it came in as an ATM electrum alloy, not that it came in tainted with electrum. Which is in and of itself well, you need a little to take weird. Brandon. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which in and of itself is a little weird because it is a naturally occurring thing that is coming to existence with an something that is already an alloy, which itself is not natural, all coming into this little ATM ball. And it's magic. And so you sure, can find you can find natural alloys. Electrum is an alloy that you can find in nature. It's just you can find them. now we've got an alloy in another alloy like it continues to get more complicated i mean the the pits of hathson were essentially designed by yeah. preservation yeah and they I, were. I have created no it issue. to siphon off that bit of ruin like i can buy that the pits create this specific alloy because for whatever reason that is how preservation wanted it to be like yeah. i don't have an issue with that i i think that is consistent with how things work like that is plausible to me right atm shows up in the geodes these yep. are not like naturally occurring geodes preservation built this whole system you could have him build it so pure atm siphons from the spiritual realm into the physical and then gets injected with a precise percentage of sure electrum but like the pits are already weird right the pits are already weird, but a lot of my complaints come from this requires a lot of oh and also's to this. Okay, oh and sure. also, I guess preservation set it up so that it's got an, it's got the right percentage of the alloy. So uh, I mean, preservation set it up anyway. More sense. We, we can we can shift into the second piece of of my big theory here is to sure why not? why why preservation wanted that alloy instead of pure atium available. Okay. Okay. And. He has some very, I think there's some very good reasons for it, because if if the general populace were to have access to that much future sight, then they could very easily interfere with preservation's very carefully mapped out plan. Furthermore, Ruin still has agents running around, and if Ruin's agents got access to pure ATM and burned it, then they could tell Ruin what's going on, and then Ruin could counteract. So we don't he, preservation had to make sure that your average person couldn't see that much future sight. So that is presupposing that pure atium has is more expansive future sight than However, what we are seeing. I am, I am we taking don't. this from what Peter said that that pure atium's effect has been canonized, and I'm taking it from that one version of it where it says that. ATM grants an expansive vision of the future because we already know that <laughs> right. the ATM okay. they use is not that expansive. So 
I'm sure. taking those pieces and putting them together. I, sure. I mean, there is some supposition here, but I think that it, there is some decent, decent evidence to to support it. But that's why this is a theory and not canon. I will <laughs> no. say, I want Atium to have a stronger power, because I always found Atium's actual ability to be so short-term and weird to me that I, I think a god metal should be more powerful. I understand it's filtered through uh, preservation's magic system. Yes, I, I know, Matt. I see you uh, there. But if Brandon's going with this retcon, I want Pierre Atium to be cool. Okay? that That is the thing that I want. Right? That is important to me. <laughs> you know? Would large amounts of future sight be cool enough for you? Like Ellen, yeah, yeah, or like, or he was limiting it, so or or something kind of like Renarin visions in Stormlight, like like so, yeah. something like that. That's not just like a few seconds in the future. Yeah, I I, okay. I would be a lot more okay with that yeah. personally. And I think there's there's a very good argument to be made that preservation would not want that freely available to everyone. Yeah, because it could really break his plans. So that I buy. Yeah, he painted it with the Electrum to give it a more specific shorter term future, but still had enough in there to where when Ellen, the right person at the right time, Duralumid it, he was able to see enough to realize what he needed to do. Yeah. Uh, I am less a fan of that because I think alloys should do what they do when they use Duralumin. Yes. I also think that... Okay, if, right, sure. If ATM is so dangerous that we don't want Inquisitors to get access to it, they've got ATM spikes in them, so they can just kill one Inquisitor, take that spike out, refine it, and then burn it, and they've got whatever information they needed. They have to know that's what it does. And if Preservation made very sure that even the Lord Ruler didn't understand that, which he very easily could have, I mean, he, he had all the pieces there, and he's like, all right, if I obscure this piece of information... All right, potential futures mean that this works out right. I, but, it, he's looking at it from this giant, intricate web of little choices create different possibility branches. But Ruin and, would know if it's pure Asium or not. Ruin sure would know. Yeah, Ruin knows his he body. Would know. And the Lord Ruler. Yeah, and the Lord Ruler knew Maybe that's why it. it's only a tiny amount. It's not enough for Ruin to realize, to catch on to. That, that's a, a stretch, in my opinion. Hey, however... The shards on Skadriel are metal blind, like such that mm. Ruin could not see the Atium because it was in a cave lined with metal. Yeah, but the Lord yeah. Ruler taking the Well of Ascension let him know what the beads of Lorassium there would yeah. do. Like he, yeah, he instantly had yeah. knowledge of that. And so if so Ruin would know uh, what Pierre Atium did. He would have to yeah. know. Oh, yeah. No, he yeah. would know that. But he wouldn't necessarily know that the Atium circulating in Scadriel has been tainted with an Electrum. Wouldn't but he, he would might be able to know the difference? And seeing what? if they're seeing people fight and not that they're seeing some expansive vision of the future or whatever other thing potentially pure this, ATM does. This is getting into, I guess, how aware Ruin is of things that are happening. I, I think he would... I think he would be able to tell the difference between uh, an yeah. Atium Electrum alloy and pure Atium. I don't think that is a stretch in any way, right? Based on effect, I don't think just by looking at it, because I think if you sure, looked at that, it, yes, you could see yes. 
Yes, based I'm on just gonna people it burning the effect. Yes. Yeah. I think he would realize. I think he would realize uh, that if it's this atium electrum alloy, and you know the inquisitors, maybe they're just thinking, oh, it's stealing temporal abilities. You know, <laughs> maybe he could realize, oh, this would be charged with a different thing if the atium was refined, right? Like Ruin mm. would know that, surely, yeah. right? He would know and how hemallergy works implicitly and completely, implicitly. right? Mm-hmm. And he does. Agreed. So I, I think he could figure it out. And so I think that is a good point, David, that Ruin has had thousands of years to figure that out. And I, I have no doubt he would be able to tell the difference. And if he and if Ruin wanted, they could take the atium of you know, from Inquisitors and refine it if he needed. It is also possible that at that point, Ruin was so overconfident that that he had beaten preservation that he wasn't even thinking about that preservation had extra plans. That Mm -hmm. is true. He did seem very confident. Yeah. The the explanation that I like a little more personally, if I was going to be a person that liked this theory, is that (laughs) ATM in the form that it's in is uniquely useful to keep a lens final army of Alamancers alive long enough to burn it all. If they're all sitting there having trippy versions of the future, <laughs> they're going to die. They're not, that's they're not that's fighting a good the point. and winning. That's a good point. That's, that's, also- that's what I think is more compelling personally. Well, yeah, because be we would want that. preservation. Preservation wants it so that that army can burn off all the, the mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But right. If any Alamancer can burn ATM, in theory, potentially, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Well, actually, that's not true. I won't go down that path because then we're going into the movie version. Yeah, and I don't think Brandon is changing that, that because he cannot yeah. change it so any Alamancer can use Atium. Yeah. Like, he cannot do that. Can, can I books. read what Elend yeah. actually says about when he's burning Duralumin? Sure, and let's do book? it. That, that sounds, sounds great. great. This it's is... A passage. So, um, it says, then... Elend burned Duralumin with his ATM. Sight, sound, strength, power, glory, speed. Um, Blue lines sprayed from his chest like rays of light, but those were all overshadowed by one thing, ATM plus Duralumin. In a flash of knowledge, Elend felt a mind-numbing wealth of information. All became white around him as knowledge saturated his mind. Um, I see now, he whispered, as the vision faded, and along with it, his remaining metals. Right, and so the other yeah. attributes are because Vin is uh, powering him, right? Yeah, powering in, in, that, in that, right. And then okay. he's getting, yeah. So, I just, I'm not quite clear on what Eland sees there. Like, is he seeing super Preservation's far? Preservation's plan. Yeah. Pretty much. That's the wob. Is he seeing his place in preservation's plan? Which is useful, but also Marsh's sword is sticking out of him at that point, so he's not got a lot of options left. About <laughs> well, no, like we, we he could have he could have kept fighting, but at the yeah, end yeah. he, he kind of goes, "Okay, yeah. I see that my purpose in this whole thing is to die, so that Vin gets enraged, so that she takes Ruin out with her, and so yeah. I just also." Kinda, because is, Marsh needs to be there at the right time to pull the earring out of her ear. Yeah, that's already happened. That's already happened. Yeah, that's already happened. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that happened. Because she's, mm-hmm. she's ascended. But the thing mm-hmm. is, I guess, is he's not really seeing that far into the future yeah. at that point. If he's no. seeing it, like he's, he's having like an expanded, he's seeing something he wouldn't be able to see with ATM on its own, but it's not like he's getting this like super far reaching future site that preservation would 
that we know that preservation would be threatened by if multiple mm-hmm. people could burn it. Um, yeah, it is most possible. he's seeing a few minutes into the future because it's very soon after this that Vin. So it is unclear to me whether because. Mm-hmm. Uh, the text talks about Vision going white, like he gets overwhelmed with information and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, it yeah. is not clear to me that he actually sees um, in the same way that Atium does. Right. So, like, it, it's not like that he sees Atium shadows advancing multiple minutes into the future. No. It sounds more like he just gains an implicit understanding of preservation's plan. Or his yeah. place in preservation's plan. Or yeah. you know how how we often say, because of Brandon, that Hoyd knows where he needs to be, but he doesn't always know why. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it feels a little bit like that. He knows oh. that he needs to die for preservation's plan to work out. He doesn't necessarily know all of the details of why that is. Oh. I would flip that actually. In my like read of it, he this isn't about a choice that Alen makes because his death is already assured. Marsh is about to kill him. But this is a moment where Alen understands that this is all part of a plan and that he's not dying for nothing, that they've mm. won. And so it's not like a sad moment. It's an I've won moment. I've already won. Right. Which yeah. for me is what I like about it. But it, that's kind of an aside. And what I see, what I interpreted this at, at the time is what sometimes is forgotten is Atium has two effects simultaneously it shows you the future shadows yes. but it also enhances your mind so you have an increased ability to interpret yeah. what is happening and react to it and so for me it was that second effect that the duralumin was really playing on to give eland that insight into yeah i'm inter- i'm accessing more information and i'm also able to interpret my place in it mm-hmm. immediately um, yeah more accurately or have more insight with the passage of what ellen's doing uh brandon is very clever because it's very deliberately vague so that really helps a lot of things when brandon's deliberately vague about these god metal things one mm-hmm. but it occurred to me that the same thing that you thought matt uh, about the expanding the mind's capacity to process information. That is very interesting because you, the thing with the spiritual realm and like these pure shardic powers, like any shard can can access the spiritual realm, right? But it can be very over very overwhelming for a mortal to see it. We we see that again and mm-hmm. again with Kelsier, uh, etc. But Atium's almost a little different because it's almost allowing you to be able to process that information. And I actually really like that. Uh, assuming, you know, if whatever pure Atium is, it is like leveled up this Atium Electrum Alloy that was what we actually saw in Era 1 or something. That is actually cool because I never... I still don't really know why expanding your mind's ability to understand things would be necessarily ruins God Metal, but you're totally right, Rosemary. It's completely arbitrary. Who cares? Uh, yeah. But it, it's more that it's not just seeing the future part. Like the the understanding is really, really important. And that, that just sort of clicked for me that, oh, if you 
saw, you know, you, you're able to actually understand what the spiritual realm is saying, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so in order to make this retcon work, then the other thing you would need to do is make Melatium also enhance <laughs> the mind, which I think isn't too, because like we see Melatium used like twice and it's not in yeah. like an action sequence so Where like, you need to process it immediately right super fast yeah so that's not a huge barrier but it is yeah. something that like if atm is a alloy and it does the <laughs> mental enhancements then other all of them ATM need to alloys should yes. do something similar yes yes agreed mm -hmm. i i do have a note on all of this and it has to deal with how investiture in general comes packaged with the ability to understand what that investiture does and that is doubly so true for shards yes but I, I could still potentially argue like i agree with the spirit of what you just said and so i am nitpicking which in a slightly different context of the that because, cast experience yes uh yeah, this is about because really the shards power that is investiture mm -hmm. right that is investor brandon's defined yep. investor that that stuff but like when preservation gives a bit of that power to so kelsey or can see the future right like he does not get that implicit knowledge of how to experience the spiritual realm and like when uh right and like that in so that purified that is sense. not that is not how i read that scene i don't yeah. think i don't think preservation is granting any power to kelsier i think preservation sure. is somehow allowing kelsier to see things as preservation does and it's because and because kelsier doesn't have Kelsier is not as just up as Laris is. Uh, he gets overwhelmed by this information. Sure. Uh, and, and I would, and I do agree with the uh, practical thing of, oh, if you have like a magical ability to, to, to use investiture and do a thing, I, I absolutely agree with the premise of your of your statement that yes the investiture lets you know what it does basically well uh, and that's why with awakening the more breath you have the more instinctive right the right like commands and stuff become right exactly yeah, there's there's still another piece to this and i'm gonna go kind of a little bit out on that wackadoo tightrope okay, again but sure. we have we have the issue of if malatium is the gold ATM alloy. Uh -huh. What about the fact that there's already some electrum mixed in there? And it is weird. We, we can work around. And, and I feel like this interfaces with this issue in that. So say the electrum alloy doesn't need nearly as much of the extra metal as the gold alloy does. And at that point, you have so much more gold than electrum in there that that little bit of silver doesn't do much more than taint the alloy to make it imperfect. And it messes a little bit with the uh, the ability to understand what mm. you're looking at. Mm. Uh, not quite enough to make you sick from burning it, but we do know that imperfect alloys 
don't always make the Alamancer sick. It just makes their power a little weaker. Yeah, you can be a and, little off. Yeah, so that just it it's so little Electrum in there to begin with that it just throws the alloy off slightly enough to where you're not really huh. processing the information as well as you would have had you actually gotten a pure ATM gold alloy. See, I would rather just that malatium is an alloy that contains gold, silver, and ATM. Because I don't think there's a rule anywhere that the alloys need to be have like only two components. They certainly it's don't. Just, they can't. Yeah. It's just the ones that we have seen defined on screen that exclusively have two components. I know the more elaborate. Is that true? Pu yep. Pewter, iron, or pewter, steel, and electrum are the only ones that we've gotten specific proportions of things, to my knowledge. And both uh, of those don't we have no Duralumin? Oh, let me Duralumin has two as well. Duralumin Dur percentage, which is well. very different from actual industrial du Duralumin, which <laughs> incidentally was invented in our world for building dirigibles. Ooh, let's get some airships yeah. well, on Skadrial. Which, which, they already which have is why it's always been yeah. hilarious to me that the Mistborn world figured it out, figured it out without was, needing to build stuff with it. I'm, I'm sorry, just for a moment. I was so confused. I thought I was going to Wikipedia to look up Duralumin. <laughs> that won't help. I actually went to the copper mine, and, <laughs> and for like a period of four seconds, my mind was like, why is Wikipedia talking about the metallic arts? <laughs> it's important, Evgeny. It's important. It's probably probably oh, the most prominent is... use of Duralumin in pop culture ever. That <laughs> makes me happy for so many reasons. I thought so. there was uh, an alloy that had more than one thing. Like more uh, than pewter, just pewter, pewter, definitely. pewter is a mix of different metals, but um, not Alamancer's pewter. It's just two. Kelsier defines it as yeah. Specific that's percentage. one we very specifically yeah. know. Yeah, and, it's yeah, not really pewter, but okay. Al it's <laughs> Alamancer's pewter. It's Alamancer. Yeah. that's that's the that's yeah. what it is. It um, is a totally totally different alloy than than real life pewter. It's called yeah. a pewter. Yeah, a pewter. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> I because. He says even like pewter can have all kinds of stuff in it, but mm -hmm. Alamancer's pewter is this percentage tin and this percentage lead. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, they're probably like, they look at what they mix in there and they go, this is what it's most like, you know, pewter. but uh, even though that's arguable because none of us know anything about alloys, so I don't know. They're and, uh, all, my knowledge uh, is from Mistborn, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is yeah. not, it's not good. Yeah, in, in my opinion, like you can do something, you can make some argument about the various percentages and try to math it out so that the amount of silver is minute. There's more silver than gold in Electrum, but if we're saying it's a very small amount of Electrum in the first place, you can say that. I I don't like it. I think but that it should just be a solid alloy. But but because like well yeah like duralumin for example is four percent copper, ninety six percent aluminum, right? So mm -hmm. like you're all like, and I know we're dealing with like parts of a hundred. But if you're looking at this little bead, even like trace amounts of electrum, I, I like the silver, I feel like is going to be enough to be a couple percentage points, which we know from other metals is effective enough to. Yeah, change the alloy. Yeah. <sighs> like, I don't have an issue with Melatium just 
having the right percentages of silver, silver and gold that if this is a if atium is that atium electrum alloy right that that's that seems easy enough to retcon honestly like that that's fine i'm not super worried about that in particular yeah i think the only way this can can possibly work is if the electrum in the era one atium is such a minuscule percentage like sub 0.5 or whatever mm-hmm. um that it doesn't affect anything else which it doesn't feel great like because because <laughs> what 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 are the reasons we read brandon books is because things are set up and foreshadowed so perfectly in advance that by the time they are revealed they feel right. great so like this is going to be one of those things where it's like yeah but you didn't you didn't really set this up this way right it's just the things fit well enough and not only that but like if you're if you're saying era one atium is 99.5 percent pure atium or whatever and 0.5 percent electrum is that enough to actually make an alloy like because with other alloys you have a little a little fudging room and so with this if like you are essentially within the margin of error statistically speaking i could i could see an argument for god metals being more sensitive to alloy percentages than regular metals would there, be there's it's, a lot that you can fudge with god metals yeah. about this am, to make this work i am I am a Jedi Master at fan wanking things to work <laughs> in my mind. In case you hadn't already yes, noticed, yes. Which I'm, but so I can work my way around this. I I still think that it fixes some of the issues that I had with things before enough that this works better for me than the original did. At least the preservation switching or whatever on how to make oh, Atium yeah. missing. I, I do like this better. That always, I always hated the idea it, that preservation could have done that. It's always weird. Uh, but again, don't, we don't know the extent as to how shards can interface with the magic systems that, right? We, we don't know. The I metallic mean, we know arts that they are don't, just created. We know the they don't have direct control in what the magic system manifests as. I mean, they could maybe make tweaks once it's there, but I am, they don't I am invent. Closing, I am yeah. closing that <laughs> it, can of worms. It's such an so open hard. question, to be honest, yeah. of the limits that charts have there. It, put your comments below if you are a metallurgist and you know things about alloy percentages. Please let us know. I I could have sworn I read recently that one of the alimantic. Like, one of the things that was an alloy had, m- like, more than two things. Uh, but if I you can can't. find it. Yeah, I, I've been trying to find it, but I can't. So Yeah, I, I don't think it exists, but I could easily yeah. be wrong. We I, don't know yeah. the percentage from the books, but uh-huh. in the real world, Ben Deloy is made up of a couple different yeah. things, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 and but Ben Deloy also liquefies... <laughs> The real world bandalai liquefies at a very low temperature where you can drop it in a hot drink and it turns into a liquid, which kind of which is why it's always been amusing to me that 
that uh, Wayne just eats them in chunks when you know you could just drop them into a drink and gulp it down and you wouldn't even notice it's metal. Alamancer's Bandalore. <laughs> yeah. He need a thermos on him to keep it hot. Ah, my right? my Bendeloy thermos. Um in <laughs> air that's that's era three. Uh <laughs> era three, the uh, sliders will have that. Right? Because Bendeloy's a sliders and mm-hmm. oh, a pulsar. Yeah, it's cadmium's a pulsar. I, I can only you know remember the era one misting names. I, I cannot for the life of me remember a, yeah. like fairing names at all. The only reason... Cadmium yeah. always amuses me because it is so poisonous to actually eat. Just like, you know, Marisi, you really shouldn't swallow that until it's time to use it because otherwise you're going to get sick real fast. <laughs> so the only, the only reason I remember that cadmiums or pulsars is because of one of the broadsheets that says uh, 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 this person pulses in quotes through meetings or, or something to that effect because they're oh. boring. <laughs> huh? they right, because they're boring. Funny. Nice. Valid. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's true. So I like that this helps in the creation of Atium Mistings, because Atium Mistings and what Preservation did there is a bit weird. Uh, my my conditions to really liking this, to making this a worthwhile thing that Brandon eventually will probably need to canonize in the books, uh, of, unless we're just never seeing Atium and Lorassium ever in the future. That seems unlikely, right? Like, I feel like we will eventually. I- it would be reasonable for him to introduce this as a subplot in a, in a future book to present it in such a way that the fandom can understand. It is going to be clunky, which I think is my number one issue is the clunkiness aspect. But if Pure Atium like has more expansive visions of the future, cool. Like that 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 works for me. A bit more like what Ellen did, maybe not as extreme as the Duralman thing, but his it's full of stars moment <laughs> yeah wouldn't you want it to be more extreme though because it's pure um See, yeah because because for me yeah. what ellen does with their element is 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 strange but atium is also strange and and it's not like so wildly out of place with with burning development and getting all of that future sight in one sure. moment instead of over sure. a course of period of time but imagine one of the reasons that harmony has made sure that atium doesn't sneak out is because it's basically the rule-breaking piece of the RPG. Like, you know, this is the one thing that you don't really want your players to have access to because it just ruins the entire campaign. Oh, that's why it <laughs> ruins metal. ATM is <laughs> It ruins the world-building logic. It's, there you go. It's just, oh, no, it's more like it ruins, it ruins the plot because they just solve it instantly. You know, it's one of those things that is so powerful that it can really screw up a world if someone's using it. And and so, that's the thing about ATM is it's there in the books. There's also this thing that comes out where the combination of what ATM does, it can be used for some things, but like it really makes you into an effective killer. Right. Right. Like right, there's a right. synergy specifically between what this metal does and being good at taking people out it can make you good at other things too but like that's huge counterpoint 
Okay. It okay. also makes you a really good protector. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, true. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Preserver, right. you might say. Yeah. Oh. And there is preservation's hand in the, in the alamancy in the change. of the alamancy my arguments against me. <laughs> no, you know, no, that's rolling. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think my main thing that I don't like is that this is just going to be very clunky in the actual books, you know? It is it is weird in that sense. So, I want I want to talk about that because I disagree. I think this can be handled fairly easily. Okay. Uh, and so so and, and the way this works in my head is uh we are in either the Lost Meadow or Era 3, uh, or maybe even Era 4, but I think Era 3 is a good place for that because they're like on that technological level where they understand things. Uh-huh. And they can say, um, oh, it turns out that the thing that, like, you can literally just give it a scene in a chapter where somebody's like, our ancestors thought that this thing was ATM, LOL, Ruffle Mao, they were so dumb. It's actually, turns out, if you looked closely enough, it's ATM mixed with Electrum. Or rather, it is ATM mixed with gold and silver, and I literally had the wiki page for Electrum open. That's oh, it's gold, it's and, gold silver. and silver. Yeah, it yeah is Electrum silver. is just gold and yeah. silver. And trace Usually amounts of copper, but whatever. Not not uh, elements of electrum. electrum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, And if you work out the math, it turns out it's an alloy of pure atium and other things that combined form electrum. And like you can just have that one scene that doesn't invalidate era one, but builds on top of it yeah i just and, you additionally do have to reestablish what does atm do alimantically yes what does atm yes. do ferrochemically yes it adds yes. complexity there yes it does yes it does yes. And, and that's yeah. that's the other thing that i wanted to bring up we can kind of solve the alimantic side of things by retroactively in error three or whatever saying oh no they yeah, sure yes they they said atm in the books but it's actually not but then you have to figure out ferrochemy you have to figure out hemology and that is where i start running into problems well, right the hemology one's fine because that because you needed refined sure fine what yeah. what does that mean um, sure. Right? Like, but more just, ooh, we have this alloy of ATM, and that, fair chemically, you store age, or youth. Uh, but what does pure ATM do? And, like, it's just gonna be weird in the books unless we see pure ATM do cool things, you know? Yeah. And to mm -hmm. be fair, I think we haven't seen... Lorasium used in fruit. We have no idea what Lorasium. That's true. Yeah, we, we have no idea. Yeah. We have no idea. Or, or hemology other than all abilities. Whatever that. Whatever means. that. So I always felt like ferrochemically it fit very well. Like I liked that it stored age. It felt very powerful. It allowed the Lord Ruler to do what he did. And so like you can come up with an idea that maybe pure ATM does something even cooler ferrochemically. But I liked how it was. Sure. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I and I think I was going in the same direction where. 
I, w- I was trying to extrapolate from, well, okay, if in Allomancy, an ATM Electrum alloy gives you, you know, this awesome fighting ability where you see where other people are going to go. And pure, electro- uh, pure ATM gives you the ability to just see the future, maybe further out, maybe it is not restricted to like physical motion or whatever. Then if we translate that into, into ferrochemy, the alloy allows you to manipulate age and the pure metal, the pure ATM allows you to, I, I don't know yeah. what it would allow you to do, but it like, yeah. it would be more than age, right? And, and or, see, or even if you go just a moment. vitality or something. And, and you go all the way into hemology, where the main distinction is ATM as presented to us, which if we assume is ATM slash Electrum, gives you temporal metals. Do we ever see an ATM spike to do anything else? Uh, no, uh, but, but it, no, we don't. Uh, yeah. not, it's, I, it's unclear with the Inquisitors that, you know, ruins dealing with. Yeah. yeah, I kind of had assumed that when they were talking about an ATM spike, since hemology was such restrictive knowledge that they were probably only using whatever refined hemology spikes are. So ATM is still a true wild card and they just never thought to try it with anything else. And they were like, this is a temporal metal. And the Lord Ruler never decided to tell them that. Right. But- My thinking is if you combine ATM with, but the same way that there is a jump between Electrum ATM and ATM ATM in Allomancy. Maybe there is one in Ferrochemy and maybe there is one in Hemology. Mm. And, I, and I think there is a little bit of support in the text for Hemology because of the assumption that mm-hmm. Electrum ATM, quote unquote, only works with temporal abilities. Sure. Okay. okay. Yeah. Or a counterpoint to that is the problem we're solving with allomancy with the similarity between electrum and atm doesn't hold up for any for the other yeah. magic systems Not at because all. in perukami electrum de- uh stores determination which <laughs> what does that <laughs> have to do with point. age and for hemorrhage you're more determined does- when you're young <laughs> you, you, you know like so it's like we're we're trying to solve this problem based on how yeah. ATM works with Allomancy, but then we're potentially making it weirder with the other two magic systems. Look, warmth um, being in the cognitive quadrant doesn't make any sense. It doesn't even matter. Well, <laughs> the other one. That's just yeah. a mistake. But yeah. so can as a follow-up question, Arjun, to make sure I'm understanding what you're saying, your hypothesis is when they thought that ATM only stored, stole temporal powers. It was because they were using ATM that had been tainted with Electrum, and that was yep. all they could get with it. Yep. I do not like that because there is a regular base metal spike that already does that. And so it feels weird that an ATM alloy does something. There's a base metal spike that steals temporal powers. That's but the, you know, which one, the one is that it? it's one of the I, I've got it up right now. It is cadmium. So yeah. doing, an See, ATM alloy but- spike is doing what cadmium does. That seems weird. Sure. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That that is fair. Yeah. 
This was where it's, Brandon would say, there's different logic in Farrakhemi and Hemology. I'm like, is there yeah. though? Is there though? There, there are people yeah. in world who would interpret this this way. Sure. Mm. And and this is yeah, and this is where I end up where I think this is the fundamental divide between people who like it and don't, that I think this breaks more than it solves. And it, it can be workable. And if it happens, I love Brennan's works. I'm gonna get over. It. I'm not gonna cry myself to sleep about it. But it doesn't work <laughs> for me. You sure? Would you like a teddy bear? I would not. I already have <laughs> Several that what I about the Sunni pup? Yeah. So, oh, I would yes, everyone pup. needs a Sunni pup. I found a wob okay. um, from the Hero of Ages thread where oh, Brandon is. 2008, way back. Yeah, 2008. Um, obviously, pre Brandon was in a different headspace about this, where he's commenting on what the god medals do. Okay, sure. Nice. Um, so, just kind of, I think this is sums up my resistance to this idea because I think part of me remembered this swab and is like held on to it, right? Uh-huh. Um, so the question is, allomancy is fueled by preservation's body? How exactly does that work? And how does that interact with adium? It's fueled by both gods' bodies? So, and he says, the powers of ruin and preservation are shards of an adenalcium, pieces of the power of creation itself. Allomancy, hemallergy, furukami are manifestations of this power in mortal form. The ability to touch the powers of creation and use them. These metallic powers are how people's physical forms interpret the use of the shard, though it's not the only possible way they could be interpreted or used. It's what the genetics and realmatic interactions of Scadriel allow for and has to do with the spiritual, the cognitive, and the physical realms. Yep, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, condensed essence of these godly powers can act as a super fuel for allomancy, furukami, or really any of the powers. The form of the super fuel is important. In liquid form, it's most potent. In gas form, it's able to fuel allomancy as if working as a metal. In physical form, it's rigid and does one specific thing. In the case of adium, it allows sight into the future. In the case of concentrated preservation, it gives one permanent con- one a permanent connection to the myths and the powers of creation, i.e. it makes them an allomancer. So when a person is burning metals, they aren't using preservation's body as fuel, so to speak, though they are tapping into the powers of creation just slightly. When Vin burns the mists, she's doing just that, using the essence of preservation, a shard of adenalcium, to fuel allomancy. Doing this, however, rips through her body. It's like forcing far too much pressure through a very small, fragile hose. That much power eventually vaporizes the corporeal host, which is acting as a block and forcing the power into a single type of conduit, allomancy, and frees it to be more expansive. So a lot of that's about Lorassia, but... (laughs) Like the whole like adium is like like it's more restricted when it's a solid and does other things when it's a gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. Exactly. I feel like the messiness around that could be used to get around some of the issues with adium. Um, Because it's already weird and restrictive. Yeah, I I think you're gonna need to like send me that one. So I can yeah. read oh, yeah. through it every yeah. day for the next six months yeah. and Seriously? maybe understand what it says. Go reread that Hero of Ages spoiler Q and A, everyone. I'll put it. I'll it, put a link is, to Arcanum and the original thread. It is like the foundational 
Cosmere Q and A yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Yes, like when absolutely. I read that, that was when that was when I had my Elend moment where I was like, oh man. <laughs> it's like, oh you, no, there's you you saw two of them, but uh actually there's four others. This is there. Like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've the, seen the already. Other thing, the other thing I saw a question in here just to kind of give people a sense of where this is coming from, where Eric is like, oh, Scadriel, is that the name of the planet that Mistborn is set on? <laughs> yeah, because we don't know. We literally we, we yeah. didn't know shards, didn't know Scadriel. Uh, like, this is the level that Brandon is talking to us from. So obviously he didn't need to have things as developed back then because yeah. he could just spout off like, random stuff and blow our minds. Yeah, literally, like, we we had no idea of these things in 2008 oh. until Brandon opened his mouth, and then here we are. Mm-hmm. Really, pre-Way of Kings pre was, a different, Kings. was a different time. This is a different time. Very different time in the fandom. Mm-hmm. So this is... Ending up potentially circular, but I do have one more wob where Brandon was talking about what his thoughts were about replacing metals if he was swapping out what mistings were what at one point. And yeah. this is Hoboken 2016, famously good audio, so <laughs> but, crystal but, clear. The Arcanum Unbounded Hoboken signing, uh, I think, took a huge amount of effort to try and actually parse the words that were actually said in this. So, you know, only oh, the best of information right here. Only the we, best of information. We, we did actual audio manipulation in an attempt to get the audio to be clearer. <laughs> All righty. So this is coming from Wicktacular. Nice. Uh, who was trying to get at something that we'd been wondering about for a long time. At the end of the first Mistborn trilogy, it's really significant that one sixteenth of the soldiers who got really sick are now ATM mistings. Brandon, yes. Yes, 16, that he, won preservation, set that all up. He, number one, was not all there, but he was trying to create 16 as a symbol to say, hey, catch this, I've given you a clue, uh, help. Probably, I've given you help. And so it was devised specifically for that, inaudible. Something's going on here, spectacular. <laughs> so were there, were there one 16 of them just inaudible, not significant? But we know there were more than 16 medals. Brandon Sanders said, no, no. They would have been mistings of other types as well. Yeah. Wiktacular. Did he bump one of the other types to make it into 16? Okay. Do you have in your head inaudible? Inaudible. Brandon. Chromium. Wiktacular. Chromium. Brandon. Yes, that's right. It probably would have been one of the metals that was difficult to get at that level of technology. It would have been chromium. Chromium would be hard to gather at that time. Actually, no. It would have been aluminum. About a minute later, while signing someone else's book. Hold on. There's a caveat to that last answer. Let me finish signing this and expand on that pause so it would still have been aluminum but what? not for the you're thinking it would have been aluminum but there's an asterisk next to that answer great hold on <laughs> just for a moment so there was an inaudible kind of between that initial section and the section below where we start talking about chromium it's possible that in that break the subject of well what would have the other metals been or something to that effect came up that seems weird though when the whole thrust of the question is there's 16 but what is but there's more than 16 metals you know that seems odd if he was like what are the ones that people aren't using like we know what those are we know the ones that they didn't we know that they weren't burning cadmium and, and you know? later brandon's talking about bumping specific metals yes yeah so here yes that, let's see uh spectacular okay interesting Brandon, hard to get chromium. Spectacular. I've been thinking about 
Brandon cuts him off. Oh no, he bumped aluminum. Yeah, he bumped <laughs> aluminum. Sorry, I had to. I changed my mind. Spectacular. Oh. Uh, Dude, some of this is relevant. Brandon is making it up on the spot. Yes. <laughs> well, well, I think that goes to illustrate just how confusing this has been all the time. But there and, is and, reason that we believed that things were getting bumped. It was not like yeah. something that we pulled out of the ether. There to were yes. Fit our theories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on the spectacular on the sixteen or the audible, Brandon, the sixteen. So the answer is yes, but it's not something. It's not what you're thinking. It is spectacular. Okay. Brandon, all right, there's an asterisk on it, okay? There's an asterisk on it. It's not what you're thinking. Uh, you're making assumptions. So if that didn't clear everything up for you, I don't know what will. <laughs> great. I'm so glad we did this. <laughs> this is great. We uh, need a laugh I, at the I end. I believe we are now all more confused than we were when we Absolutely, started this Absolutely, 100%. But A, I think the fact that this happened in 2016, long after he wrote the original Mistborn trilogy, like, he is going to get those details of Skadrian magics wrong yeah, or yeah. confused, right? Like, it's not like Atium's coming up a lot in Era 2, I guess, thus far, you know? Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. It's understandable that he doesn't remember these details, right? And, and mm. the other thing to remember, too, is the books are canon, WOBs are, are not. not. Yes. Until... Yeah. You know, so even if he said in the past things were swapped, he's made it very clear until that's said in text, he reserves the right to yep. change it. And, and oh, yeah. ultimately, this takes us all the way back to the beginning where, or not the beginning, but like an hour into this episode, uh, yeah. um, where Brandon's like, you could keep calling it ATM. And until the books contradict that in some way or explain that or recontextualize this, that or retroactively continually change that, um, <laughs> then it's ATM and that's fine. Yes. <laughs> so that's a great way of saying that we've all been arguing about something that's not quite yet canon. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm sure you, <laughs> yeah. you, you had just so much fun. <laughs> Uh, listening to this. Uh, I mean, we had a good time arguing about it. Yeah, yeah. But oh, yeah. I, 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 I could see, I can see how the pits can be designed to be this alloy. I have no issue with that. I can see how, like, the mistings work with this alloy. And I think the only explanation that makes sense as to why preservation wants it to be an alloy is if regular ATM just gives too much future sight and that messes things up. That's the only thing that makes sense in my brain. Or well, if it, it makes it less valid reason, less accessible to ruin in, in some way. Um, like if it's, I don't know. I do like retconning ATM to be ATM Electrum so that it fits with the established rules of base metal and alloy, external and internal. Like if those things work better if the atm we've seen was actually an alloy of atm and electrum then that's fine but it doesn't but i don't think problem. it does work i think it does work better no the atm turns the electrum into an external metal and uh, sorry a brandon pushing, right yeah and brandon has said that 
I'm pretty sure he said that the god medals don't fit in, in like the internal, the external, pushing internal, yeah. external. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. That's part of it. Yeah. Like that, that's... Like, I, I only think the thing about gold, like the golden atium pushing and pulling was more just, oh, these don't belong in the table in the first place. Yeah. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's something we don't fit into that structure. Like, I, I don't think making... ATM into this alloy helps because what we're saying then, like the logic of alloys being pushing doesn't even make sense with uh, god metals, right? Because then, then you have sixteen plus uh, alloys that, like, it, it's not even useful terminology. I think. And then they're all alloys. And yeah, so the issue pushing. that some people have identified, I think, though, is how bronze interprets ADM because. Oh, yeah? Well, because bronze um, writes, you can part of how you identify which metal is being burned. Sure, is by its push-pull variance, and so oh right, sure, yeah. With, with adium, presumably people, although in Final Empire they treat gold and adium as high weird metals. separate metals, high metals. Gold's so, weird. I buy, I buy that internal explanation. By the so way. we don't. I don't know. Do we know what ADM's bronze signature even is? I I don't remember if it said if it was pushing or pulling. My memory of this issue is that there, you know, there are two parts. There's kind of it's beating against you, and then or it's pulling away. It's the pushing and the pulling. And there is some other thing that I don't remember. But there's the pattern itself, which is the quadrant, and that's you know there's a there's kind of a pattern for physical, there's a pattern for mental. And they said, and then there's a pattern for the two higher metals, gold and electrum. And that's something that has bothered people historically because they're like, well, it's a god metal. Shouldn't it have its own pattern that's not in accordance with the temporal ones? And maybe because it's an alloy with a temporal metal, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, something that I think Punny has listed as a thing that yeah. makes more sense now. In my opinion, ATM <laughs> is doing temporal stuff. It can sound like a temporal metal. Or if gold and adium just both sound different, maybe they just get lumped together because... These are the two uh, things that are not like the other eight. That are not like the other eight, yeah. I think it was specifically said they were similar. I can look it up really quickly. Oh, yeah. I absolutely don't remember this. I have found the part in the Final Empire about bronze pulses. Great, let's do it. Yep, I've got it. Eventually, you'll be able to sense two different pulse lengths. Internal metals like bronze and copper give off longer pulses, which A itself is a little weird because bron- copper doesn't give off most pulses. No one can sense copper except for pin. Give off longer <laughs> pulses than external metals like iron and steel. Practice will also let you sense the three patterns within the pulses, one for the physical metals, one for the mental metals, and one for the two greater metals. Push pulse length, metal group, and push-pull variance. Once you know these three things, you'll be able to tell exactly which metals your opponent is burning. So that's so it, it is canonically, at least they believe it to be the same pattern. It could be a very similar pattern that they lump together, but mm. he's calling it the same. Okay. And that's right. something that okay. people like. Similar yeah. Yeah. pulse lengths is the the measurement that's doing the category. Isn't it pulse lengths that's doing the category? Oh, it's you internal versus external. Well, oh, patterns okay. within the pulses, it says. Right. Yeah. Patterns. Patterns yeah. within yeah. the pulses. It's three patterns within the pulses. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean the description here has always been a little weird where I'm like, okay, there's pulse line. Like, I'm like, I can't, I can't visualize it at all, but 
Let's let's get let's talk about the rhythms in relation to this. That that'll really clear things up, <laughs> oh, won't it? Hell no. So I, I I think I think it makes uh, enough amount of sense for me to like visualize or conceptualize this well enough. So like if so, let's say you have you have short pulse lengths, like you have high frequency short pulse wave patterns, right? And so without any rhythm to these things, you have something like boom, boom, boom. It's like relatively frequent. Whereas if you have a longer pulse length, you might have something like boom, boom. And then to these lengths of the pulse, you apply some some Morse code-like pattern. So like you might have one pattern for let's say the physical metals that is like warm 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 so like yeah. long long short or I, I i think i did short short long and and the combination of well each individual pulse is long plus here is the pattern of these long pulses tells me that this is uh an internal physical metal I can figure something out of that. Whereas if I have short pulses and I, it could be the same pattern, it could be a different pattern, it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. then that tells me something else. But it repeats more quickly. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So it is interesting that ETM has a similar temporal pattern. Yes. Um, now, if... <laughs> You do ascribe to the preservation swapping theory. Oh no! Great. <laughs> maybe. Oh no! Sure. Yeah. You know, why not? Swapping, why not? Maybe yeah. the swapping changes the pulses. Well, not if uh, like... preservation dumped chromium or aluminum, which is in a totally different quadrant. Like what? That's yeah. true. But That's chromium true. out of the table. I think it's easy to say if you're looking for a reason that you're like, I like how ATM is, you can say ATM is messing with temporal stuff. And if you and what it's telling you is, okay, what are we influencing? And ATM's influencing time, and these other ones are kind of messing with time as well. So they sound pretty similar. If sure, that, yeah. that could be how you explain it. But yeah. it's not like it is something that you can say works better. And that's something that I won't fight you on. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, Much. yeah. Yeah. Like I totally forgot about that. That, that is a big thing that this fix does yes solve it's still a very allomancy centric uh point of view which uh i think is uh which doesn't help the other two magic systems yeah, yeah right exactly especially furukami furukami brandon has really given i feel like the short end of the the stick yeah like, we didn't agree. even get fair chemical abilities for the other two like at yeah. least we got some weird cryptic things about loracium and atium and hemallergy Duh. so yeah. At the end of the day, I th- I think meta commentary aside, we are gonna need to just be comfortable with some mistborn things not making sense, and that's going that's to be true. an artifact of early Brandon Cosmere. Uh, we can we can try for three hours to justify why ATM might need to be an ATM electrum alloy or why things work the way they do. And we can get close and Brandon can get close and we can all try our hardest and bestest. But at the end of the day, the final answer is 
Brandon didn't have all of the Cosmere worked out at mm-hmm. the beginning. He didn't and have it, it, all the fair chemical and hemallergic uh, powers all yeah. listed out. I, I, I don't think he did that by the end of 2008. No way. It, no. It, it's going to be, me- I, I think you're right. It's going to be messy no matter what. Um, personally, that's why I would just leave us with the mess we know instead of <laughs> giving us a different yeah. mess. Yeah. I yeah, like but... this new mess. It's so pretty. <laughs> But uh, I, I do agree with you. Like it's at the end of the day, maybe there'll be a net positive where it where it is cleaner. And the other thing we have to keep in mind is Brandon knows things about the Cosmere that, that we, don't. we don't. So there maybe are some things in future Allomancy or whatever. Or future Godmetal stuff, right? Oh, from different stuff. shards, right? Yeah. That ADM creates real problems for. And so maybe sure. the retcon makes more sense with the extra context that he has um that, that's that's a good point in the past it breaks more things in the past but it fixes more things in the future it, it preemptively doesn't break more things in the future yeah which is very I trust brandon. <laughs> I, yeah i yeah i do trust brandon but as it stands with the information as we have it i'm not happy with this and i would like to get more in the canon yeah, well, I yeah. trust Brandon, and I'm trying to figure out how he put all the pieces together before he tells us how he did. Yeah, and because mm. it's fun, and I'm weird, but yeah, like, you know, I'm in good company. Yeah, exactly. Like we just have so little god metal stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like the Racium stuff is like the first storm-like god metal stuff, other than the shard blades are. And shard plate is they technically Tanavastium, kind of, or something like that. They're so weird that I don't think they should be used to be based on anything about God Petals for the most part. You know, yeah. it's such an it's such a corner case compared to the other whatever we don't do or don't know about Trellium. That's at least it's a material that exists and not a living spren that yeah. Comes. Like Racium isn't a void like, spren, right? Yeah, like, yeah. it's not. Problem. And does it make a difference if it's like a splintered shard versus a, fi- you know, like, oh like there's boy. a lot of, um, mm, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Like, there's, there's a lot of. Dis- and, dis- and how do avatars fit into all of this? <laughs> yeah. There's, there's no more AT. No, there's no more AT. Shard blades also <laughs> are not all. How does that work? Honor. Because some of them are honor. a combination of honor yeah. and yeah. cultivation. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. And cultivation well, they, is a whole shard, and honor is a shattered. Like, I don't know like how much the splintering of these shards. Oh no, no, no! I know, but like, it's just like there's a lot of weird stuff. There's a lot of in, weird yeah. stuff. Like, that is yeah. true. Yes. The yeah. the easiest answers. The easiest answer might be god metals or pure shardic investiture behaves the way we want it to behave for the context mm-hmm. that we are putting it in because a wizard did it or a shard yeah, did, yeah. did it. And, yeah. Well, and I That's could it. even buy like an explanation, like it works different on different planets. Y- you know, like, like there's enough, like, I don't know, like mm-hmm. there's so much weird stuff. That's the secret is that Brandon actually writes soft magic systems, masquerading <laughs> dark magic systems. <laughs> And with well, lots of rationalizations, but at the end of the day, it's going to do what he wants to do. If you dig deep enough, 
every magic system is soft if you dig deep enough. I yeah. Think. Like, why is allomancy of preservation? Like, we have an answer. I'm very fond of it, obviously, for those of you <laughs> who know. Uh, but it preserves your. Yeah, yeah, here. right. Like, it's. Brandon didn't go into it. Like, he started with allomancy being cool, and I think he retroactively made it work with, like, ruin and preservation and stuff, right? Yes. Like, he didn't mm-hmm. start with, you know, that, right? Yeah. Like, he does, like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, this is obviously a preservation. Like, not, I mean, not mm-hmm. really. Yeah, I mean, like, if you think about it, Final Empire or whatever original Mistborn were, were one thing, and there was Aether that had the proto-ruin and proto-preservation. Those were not... <laughs> in yeah, uh-huh. this in continuity at first. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so yeah, he definitely well, and it, it's like this one worked more elegantly, but the retcon of the shard pool in Elantris, right? Mm-hmm. Like that Brandon didn't have shard pools worked out when he wrote no, no. that book. So like it's a retcon that works really cleanly though, because we like Yep. And there's there's Shadesmari things in that pathway yeah. there, right? But, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So like it all it all worked out, but it it's um, it, it, so mind you, it doesn't work perfectly, right? The the fact that you can put somebody like because they they put the um, they put Raiyo yes, in the pool, actually Raiyo yes, and 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 we see him like dissolve as if the pool if the pool is like just disintegrating him or whatever when in fact what should happen is that this person should just transition to the other side so it's not perfect yeah but it it works well enough yeah right like there's different weirdnesses with with perpendicularities like we did like our examples are not very good oh yeah the throwing the inquisitors in the well thing was the other like I had forgotten about this. Yeah. I, had, I was like, this is random. Okay. That's a whole other cat of worms. Like, there's room for perpendicularities to be weird that we don't know all the yeah. things. Anyway, uh, I don't think we at all know where we are in any of this. So that probably means it's time for who's that Cosmere character, <laughs> unless there's any other final thoughts. No. I have, I, I'm out. <laughs> okay. I, I, I think this episode has been just a large, a giant. Here is the direction that Brandon wants to go for reasons that we are not certain he has completely thought through. Because, like, on the surface level, replacing Atium with Atium Electrum is kind of okay, right? It solves some Mm -hmm. problems. But we think that it brings other problems into, into the forefront. And whether you think that those problems... Like, whether you think that solving the initial problems is better, like, because you, you, you have to compare the two sets of yeah. problems, right? And where you land on this divide is going to be an individual thing for everyone. So, Brandon is thinking about things, and word of Brandon says it's an alloy, but it also says that you can pretend that it's not. Yep. So... Uh- Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going on. Brandon doesn't know what's going on. He he could retcon this retcon uh, in a few yeah. years until like until it happens in a book. Like, does it really yeah. matter? Yeah. Don't, don't make like, me dream, Eric. The wob <laughs> where the original wob where he said that every metal has a 
allomantic, ferrochemical, hemallergic effect, and then the god metals also have another effect on top of that, which I think Wait, he's. What? I'll link it to you. I okay. have it here. Oh, You're talking about the god metal alloys, like with each of the individual metals. No. So, so the question is, um, does every metal have a ferrochemical and hemallergic property? If not, are there metals which have ferrochemical or hemallergic properties which do not have allomantic ones? And he says, every metal has a ferrochemical, an allomantic, and a hemallergic property. Presumably, he's talking about the six, yeah. the 16. Yeah. Um, the godly metals each also do something else. Um, and then he and then he goes on to talk about oh right me. like additional so, effects on top of those three effects oh yeah sure yeah. uh-huh yeah and so that and I think I've seen that come up also in like the uh-huh. discussion of loracium I remember there being some discussion way back that oh if an alamancer burns loracium it's different than when Elen Joe Schmo nope. just eats it um, I think <laughs> Brandon's last name about, by the way what. That's Ellen's last name. Joe Schmo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's his name. <laughs> um, I Brandon's walked back on that thing because I think there's also Wobs now where he says, oh, no, if a Alamancer burned Lorassium, they would just get stronger. Um, yeah, right. So, a little bit. Yeah. So it's uh, things like that where it's changing. <laughs> but there, Adium apparently has an Alamantic effect, a hemallergic effect, a ferrochemical effect, and another effect that we sure. don't know about. In but third binding. No. Now maybe that's I mean, I mean it could. Wheels. It could. Yeah. It could. allows you to make swords that eat investiture. Don't get started mm-hmm. on God Medals and Fabriel science because then we're really Oh, oh yikes. They probably yeah. do that's, do specific yeah. things. They do. There's a law about it. If you could get if you could get a shard blade separated from the rest, you could do something with it. He won't say what. Yeah, I bet. I'm not even sure Brandon knows what that would do, to be honest. No, he has no idea. He doesn't want to figure out what all these ATM alloys do. He doesn't. If he needs one, he'll make one. He doesn't know or care. (laughs) He does not. Yeah, no, I absolutely do not think he has all the abilities of every god metal alloy. No, and that's what's interesting about how Brandon likes things to line up. And so when he can line them up, he'll do it. But he never goes through like the whole like with Fabrials now, we know some things like, oh, some of the Fabrial effects kind of mirror the Alamantic effects a little bit. But just Alamancy again. But just a, just yeah. Alamancy. We know who Brandon's favorite child on screen. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Alamancy. Yes. Yeah. I do want to know which one the middle child is of the three. Oh. Yeah. Is it is it Ferrochemi because it is so weird? Or is it hemallurgy because it's so budget elementsy. I mean, I feel like hemallurgy hemallurgy is the baby and hemallurgy, it's so easy to rationalize hemallurgy doing whatever Brandon wants. Like, yeah. it, it's so easy. To, it all depends on where you put the spikes. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, it like stole parsman. the preservation stuff and if you do it in the specific way it does, it makes colas. Sure, yeah, sure, why not? Well, like, even the temporal adium thing that could just be, oh, it was where they were placing the spike. It only stole temporal powers. Yeah. But if you placed it somewhere else, yeah. it could yeah, yeah. some. Well, yeah, else. that was what we thought long ago, right? Yeah. That's just like, oh, I mean, they just didn't experimentally figure out all these things. They just figured out a few. Intent matters. and they Oh, sure. Great. Put intent into it. Sure. Attributes. And that's, sure. That's what it's Sure. Like. Okay. We got to go to his that house. We have yeah, to go. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> 
characters from Roshar. Menace. Tien. Tom. Braze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? Call. All right, everyone. Welcome to Who's That Cosmere Character? This episode's almost over. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> where you send five clues and a character to WTCCS7TCHAR.com. After the, each clue, these panelists have a chance to guess who's that Cosmere character. We're, we're back to Cosmere things. No more Skyward things for a long time. Uh, okay, this first one is sent in by Mage. Um, Mage. And so, clue one, this character is male. Doxon. Dox, no. We're, we're going back to OG sort of uh, who's that Cosmere <laughs> character clues. Oh, yeah. Classic. The unhelpful ones. Oh, I guess it cuts off 50%. Well, not 50%. Cuts off slightly. I don't, slightly. Know, what, I don't know what the breakdown is. But yeah. Certainly uh, less than 50 if you take Mistborn Arawat into account. Because uh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Uh, what about Laras? It's not Laris. What about, but what about Laras? <laughs> Get out of here. You're fired. With with emphasis on S. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll go along those lines and I'll say Ati since we were it's talking not Ati. about Ati. If it was Ben, so, it'd be Ati. We'll ben pick some more low-hanging fruit and try Kelsier. It's not Kelsier. All right, clue two. This character is Rasharan, so none of your guesses are <laughs> close. Again. I was just thinking about how we were all guessing Scadrial. <laughs> well, all that crap's wrong. <laughs> well done. Tiofel. Tiofel. No, it's not Tiofel. I love him. What about Red? It's the Rasharan variant. It's not Red. Axius the Collector. It's not Axies. And Adeline. It's not Adeline. Adeline. Again, I'm never please, gonna please say comment, it that way. Please gonna please comment below about your feelings about pronunciations. Really helps the algorithm. So thanks a bunch. Uh, <laughs> clue three. Uh, this character is a shard bearer. Yakimov. It's not Yakimov. About Tushidar, the Thalen shard bearer. <laughs> no. I wrote his article. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. How many obscure characters can we guess? Let's go Halloran. with Amaram. It's not Amaram. A <laughs> uh, Halloran. Devar? It's not Halloran. Yeah. Clue four. This character is a traitor. We already guessed Amaram, huh? Yeah. Oh, oh, Moash. It's not Sadius. It is Moash. Yes. Uh, don't think too hard about this character is a shard bearer. So like the, the tense doesn't matter much. It's like it's plus shard bearer, you know. That, I mean, he still has Yezrian's bladed. I guess end, that's true. Right? I guess that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, I was thinking we could have like Seth could have been. I was gonna guess Seth on that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nice. Is he a shard bearer right now with night blood, or is he not? Before he gets his friend blade, there's a question. Great. Great. Oh, the last clue. Great. Uh, the last clue was this character is not Sadius. <laughs> well, if only I'd had that piece of information. <laughs> that would be funny if that was the opening clue. This character is was... not Sadius. <laughs> yeah, I that actually would be really funny if <laughs> this character is not Sadius. So it's like, oh, so we have a hundred, hundreds of characters to choose from. Thousands. Thousands. Try, try like 3,000. 
Yeah. I think a not WTCC could be fun if all the clues were this character is not, and then you end up. It, as long as it was specific enough, yeah. 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 I, I, I was on the last clue, I was too busy deciding whether the clue says traitor on, or trader. <laughs> <laughs> it's a traitor. It's Rissen. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess he's not a shard bear. Rissen. All right. Rissen's not a man. Yes, he is. Yes, Rissen? No, oh, sorry. Oh, yes. Vestimus. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, because the clue is that this character is male. Right, right, right. We don't remember what the previous clues are. See, you're writing them down, Rosemary, and that's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> How I mean, you? there's nothing stopping you all from doing the same thing. Yep. Except yep. that we don't want to cheat. And we say, Eric, How tell us it again. And I'm sorry, <laughs> this is a reasonable accommodation for my ADHD. Thank it it is completely reasonable. <laughs> I agree. Next one is from Cheyenne of the World Hoppers podcast, a.k.a. Veronica, who's been on a few episodes Whoa. now. Uh, huh. Wasn't on by the time uh, this one was sent. But clue one, this character is not human. So it can't be human the cola. I don't know, maybe. Cheery, cheery. <laughs> it is cheery. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> well, at least it's over. Apparently Sorry, today Diane. I'm channeling Ian. <laughs> I, I call here. Oh, this, is... this one's so good, though. <laughs> what are the other clues? The other clues are this ca uh, character is a POV character. Uh, this character is on Roshar. This character only has a few words of dialogue. And clue five, this character is one of the last surviving members of their species. Whoa. Damn, I can't, I can't even that like pick good. those. That's a good one. I think those people just love Cherry Cherry so much. That's yes, like, I mean, you know, it's a good yeah. who doesn't love the adorable yeah, yeah, yeah. little yeah. mini dragon? I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that reminds me. I bought some things. We're from, circling back to show and tell now because this will never it's, end. I, I bought some some stickers of Ooh, Cheery Cheery. They are extremely shiny. Okay, so now we're back to pr Priority Q, uh, who's that Cosmic Characters, which if you support us at the highest tier on Patreon, you can ask uh, some of these. And so this one is from our Herald John Carlfelt. And this one is a Where's that Cosmere location? Whoa. Ooh. Ooh. Switching it up. It's a twist. I love a twist. Yeah. Hit me. Do you like the character twist? Uh, the slug? I, it's a slug you could, like, you could tell me anything is a slug name, and I'd go, oh, I guess, sure. Hoid. Uh, all right. I, no. Except for that. No. <laughs> okay. Twist. Okay. Fine. Okay. Clue one. This location was the site of an important confrontation. Storm seat. It's not Slash Storm Narok. Or Narok. Same place. Yeah, right. it's acceptable. Would, would you consider this guess and the Shattered Plains to be the same guess? No. Oh. The Shattered Plains. Uh-oh. Uh no, well, I'm, I'm we gonna definitely say no. just narrowed it down. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. say no. I'm gonna say no. I don't. Oh, I don't. Yeah. Uh, no, it is not well, the Shattered Plains. I, I was gonna say. Um, I was gonna guess Elantris, but now that we're 
potentially <laughs> narrowed, I'm going to say the tower. Mm. It is the tower. Yay. <laughs> <I'm> not... <laughs> That's hard about places because they're nested. You can go. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. Level. Like, uh, yeah, yeah like, you say, where's that Cosmere location? And, uh, and it's like Roshar. It's like, okay, I, I mean, I mean, yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Although it's interesting, you could have that issue eventually with uh, the sleepless if we start meeting individual. Um, or <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, well, we did it. Uh, I'm so sorry, John. I sort of gave it away, but uh, it's I blame Argent for everything. So uh, I had to decide whether Shattered Plains was an acceptable answer. It was non-trivial for me to think about, okay? We can at least give the rest of the clues. Yes. Clue two was, this location is easily recognized from a distance. Clue three, this location is in the Rosharan system. <laughs> Clue four, this location is popular with the locals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, and clue five, this... Arby's. Yeah. This location may be, may in some sense be plain, yet is it is perceived as towering. Oh my God. <laughs> then... Yes. Send in more where's that Cosmere location so Eric can practice and get better at not giving <laughs> things away. <laughs> well, I think we just need to decide how nested things go. I just should have said no and just called yeah, it. Yeah, but that's okay. Like, you, that yeah. happens. Uh, but, it, like, it was close enough that I was like, oh, I have to think about it. Oh, he he says as an extra, Clue 4 is a reference to how Chasm Fiends seemed to like pupating there. Okay. Oh, I do. It was like, that's yeah, true. That's, that's a good one. That's true. Yeah. That, that, that does work. That does work. The locals, uh, yeah. Yeah. It, oh, I like not what I would have thought, but okay. Yeah. Poor chasm fiends. Rip. Do they, like, uh, do all they right. prefer pupating on the on the tower specifically? Yeah, or is did. it yep. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why they kept fighting over it. Okay. They've lost a million times there. It's too far, but they like to pupate there. Alright. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Well on that note, uh I hope you enjoyed this episode, I guess. Uh you can find all discussion of things like this on 17char.com and our Discord server. Where you can find all the news, theories, and so, so much fun like this. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud. You can subscribe on YouTube. Uh, put your comments below what you find, uh, what you like or don't like about the Atium Wob. There you go. Uh, no, 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 no. This is this is too complicated for YouTube. No, we got we got to go simple. No, you can just we make gotta... a yes, no. You can just say yes or no. Like, do you like yeah, the Atia no, mob? Yeah, but... yeah. Do, do you like it? Do you not like it? Like, the, yeah. not what you like about it and what you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can just say or yes you or no. Do both. Yeah, you can do both. <laughs> you can do both. Or but... say in the comments below if I was more annoying on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> go back and look at the half chart episode it's, it's so much fun it's before there were videos it's so much fun uh you can also no, leave I us a review on... fine this time yeah uh, yeah it was fine yeah i thought i thought it was good i liked it uh, and by the way the entire half chart episode no conclusion on. We, we still don't yeah. know whether the half shards are radiant spread by the way just like this one yeah so Maybe we'll get it in Stormlight 5, maybe. I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll have to maybe. wait to Stormlight 8 for, you know, how important <laughs> half shards have been.
I, I don't think they're going to be important ever again. <laughs> I don't think they are either with how many radiance we have. Uh, great. So you can also leave us a review on iTunes and support us on Patreon. See you next time. We're going to talk about even more words of Brandon, but clearly it was a good choice to separate this word from Brandon into his own episode. You didn't want to yeah. do a six-hour episode? What? No, no, I didn't. I, I didn't want to do that. No. Anyway, bye. Peace. Cheers. Ka!